0: Welcome to Animan Plus episode 94. Hi from my corner. I'm alone today in the studio. If you watched last week's episode of Animan Plus, you already know that because, uh, you know, we're recording this right after last week's episode. It's episode 94. I got Zach on Discord because he could not leave his house due to construction. How you doing, Zach?
1: I, mean, I'm, I hope it's good on your side because watching it through Discord, all those frames are just fucking gone.
0: Okay. It, lo- switching it looks good on my side. That's the main thing i do see what you mean though everything I, like, even on discord for me on this monitor looks good it all looks good okay. on streamlabs as long as streamlabs doesn't crash like it did before we ever started doing either of these shows we're good it randomly crashed but anyway how are you doing You're still trapped at your house looking at pokemon yes. scarlet right now how you feeling
1: i'm doing good i'm actually very looking forward to this episode and just how deep we're gonna get to go with tokyo revengers now that the series is over
0: Yeah, and that's the big topic. We've already mentioned it for a couple weeks now uh, that we're going to do a big spoiler cast here today talking about Tokyo Avengers since the series, the manga, has officially come to a close. So saying it right now, this episode will have heavy spoilers. So if you hate spoilers and you, you really loved season one of Tokyo Avengers, go listen to something else. Don't listen to this episode. I will say here at the very beginning, we will give a general thought on the series Without spoiling. So you can listen to that and then get the hell out of here. We'll make sure to let you know when that's going to start, of course. But we it's been a while since we've done a manga-related spoiler cast. The last one was like My Hero and One Piece. And to put it in perspective how long ago that's been, when we did the My Hero one, it was covering manga material that's being animated right now with season six so it's been a like probably a year and a half it's been a while so we wanted to do this for Tokyo Avengers also mostly because uh when this is coming out of course happy Thanksgiving hopefully you're gonna have a wonderful Thanksgiving and a safe and fun Black Friday shopping experience if you go out or if you shop online hopefully you get a lot of great stuff we normally we don't record episodes on the week of Thanksgiving with the exception of a terrible football show Game Static and Man Plus will both be on a break technically anime plus has this episode this pre-recorded episode coming out but you know no anime no manga ratings or anything except episode we'll follow that back up with episode 95 which will be the first episode of our live shows which i'm really excited for that uh if you could check us out at our website, sparky3.com. Join the Discord. Go to Agent Inc. and buy a jersey. We definitely appreciate that. You can get it through a firm to pay later if you don't want to dish out the cash right now. I totally understand. We have the holidays and all, so I get it. No big deal. But we definitely appreciate that support. Even if you just bought a hat, buy a hat. We'd appreciate that. Uh, to Use our referral link down below for some rogue energy as well, and that would be a massive support for us. And of course, shout out to the Josh Pillow. We can't have a podcast of Sparky 3 without that handsome-ass motherfucker on the couch. He is here with us at all times. Turn down the music, go to both of us. Boom, here we go. So, yeah. I really
1: to- hope one day if someone felt the need to complete their collection and stole that pillow to go with the body pillow. Yeah, I know.
0: Hopefully, that body pillow shows up one day. If you guys come across a Josh body pillow that looks just like that pillow on screen, but it's a body, please tag me out at AlexLight23 on Twitter. Uh, well, We'll see if it'll be on Twitter. Twitter, I feel like it's going to implode any day now, but...
1: Uh, yeah, that's a whole you, fun stuff. You but can, you can hey. find
0: you can find me somewhere. YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Sparky3, youtube.com forward slash at Plus. You can find me somewhere. and Just let me know. Let me know. Join the website. You can comment there, too. Join the Discord. That's the best way right there. Join the Discord. You can chat with me there and Zach and whoever else wants to actually communicate.
1: Um, <laughs> Basically. No one, no one on our team. <laughs>
0: our team is pretty well the ATFS crew me like Jacob and Ricky mostly you know not not so much Shane Shane's kind of you know he, he's a lurker Shane's a lurker and that's fine I'm a lurker I'm, I'm a hardcore the same lurker as John and me. <laughs> yeah yeah you you three are, are some big lurkers you know I am too I am too but in, in that discord I try my best to be active to some extent but anyway uh but yeah Tokyo Revengers has officially come to a close with chapter two 78 and this series of course been going on for a few years now but it didn't really catch its major steam of popularity until the anime came out once the anime came out holy shit the sales on these volumes exploded to the same degree of what we see out of a one piece a demon slayer a jjk like this shit is This shit's unbelievable. You're selling like half a million copies easy per volume. Like it's...
1: Yeah, it was because it had like four to five copies of different volumes within the top like 25 for several months yes probably still has at least two or three
0: yeah at this point probably two or three i know when anime plus news was a thing shout out to that rest in peace uh and i was doing the manga uh volume sales and i was looking at like the top five in japan right now just me looking at that list of like because i think the website that i used um oricon whatever it covers up i think top 50 currently selling bro going through just the top 20 It's like every volume of Tokyo Revengers was there. Yeah. (laughs) Like the top 10 alone would legit have like seven volumes of Tokyo Revengers. It's unreal.
1: And it was only at like 22 or 23 volumes at that time.
0: Exactly. Uh, We of course had the live action movie that came out. I did get to watch that. It was actually really good. And I'm not actually, I wasn't upset personally. With changes they made to the story to make it seem like one complete story for a film, you know, because I, I think they made that film with the, where the mindset will never, well, we won't make another one, you know, uh, but now there is. And a, they got greenlit. Yeah, then they got <laughs> greenlit for a second. Um, so I, I, I'm not, a, I'm not messed up about the the plot changes they made for the movie, but the movie was good. The manga sales have been incredible, all thanks to pretty much when this anime, you know, came out. The anime really blew up this series. Oh, yeah, And, yes, and a way. put it into a different, um, different limelight there. Um, But just like general thoughts, this is our non-spoiler portion of this video. Everything else will be full spoilers. So after this, if you hate spoilers, you need to dip out because we will hold literally nothing back. This is the entire focus of this video. But no spoilers here. Your general thoughts in the series, even with how this last arc went, the last... (laughs) Ten chapters, uh, you know. How much would you recommend this series to someone? What would you give the whole series as a whole out of ten? How much do you think it impacted the delinquent genre? And I, I'm asking you that part specifically because you've checked out more delinquent stuff than me. I'm I've not checked out a lot of delinquent stuff at all. Pretty much this and weak hero is my only dabble into it. You know, regardless if you've if you've checked out a lot or not, you know more than me, and that's the big thing. So, how you know, just overall, like for you, out of ten, general thoughts, recommendation, and how much impact it had to the delinquent genre. Uh,
1: my general thoughts overall, it was very enjoyable. I would still recommend this series to people, even with the last couple chapters. I feel like those chapters might actually do better just doing a straight read versus us having to wait week by week. Right, because waiting week by week was definitely much more of a what the fuck.
0: Yeah, just there <laughs> I'll press. The, oh, hey, music's still playing. All right, we go. What the? Just f- a big what the fuck every week.
1: Versus, if you were able to just read straight through it, I think it would flow better. hmm It would still take a hard turn, but it would still flow better. <laughs> um, in terms of the liquid style genre, I feel like. Just because of how popular it blew up and how easy people were more able to get into it. I feel like it'll definitely have a change on sort of that genre. But I don't think it'll do... I don't think it'll do any justice for any future ones. Just because now they're going to be compared to Tokyo Revengers. And in some people's minds in that genre, it is definitely a very mild Yes. And that genre for delinquents he style stuff versus some of like the harder series that are out there that are much more into it.
0: That's where I was going to kind of lead with that question. Because like one thing that I've seen on Twitter since this series has come to a close is like one person said that this is the worst delinquent series of all time to them. Because they, they said they cannot forgive Tokyo Revengers for what it did to the delinquent genre. Basically saying that it put a negative light on the genre itself because of how this series is so basically mid in their mind and the popularity that it blew up and just some of the ridiculous plot points that this series did
1: oh yeah easily okay because okay. like i mean i enjoyed the series itself but and i uh, put it in terms of delinquency and the delinquent genre it is very mid and it's very mild just because it takes some wild fucking turns yeah it fucking does um yeah, because if you were personally going to put in the stuff, you would need to take out all the time looping bullshit. Right. So take out all the time looping stuff and all that fun stuff of what and just do the stuff when Takamichi's in the past and consider that and just look at all that as the the manga and it's very mid and sort of there's much better stuff in there for if you want like a true delinquent manga.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, would this be a good entry point for delinquent mangas?
1: no
0: oh okay what would be a good entry point
1: i could not give you one off the top of my head because i didn't know you were going to ask this question it has been in a my while brain. since i've read any
0: it just popped in my brain i'm sorry now what would you give the series out of 10
1: uh overall probably like a 6.5
0: okay and that's that's what i was kind of hoping for out of you a little bit harsher when it comes to grading, right? Because, you know, like when it comes to certain things, like, you know, I'll sprout out like 10s and 9s and stuff, you know, for our manga chapter ratings, for example. But when it comes to really reviewing a series as a whole, I'm very critical where I don't give a lot of 9s, I don't give a lot of 10s, right? Because I'm actually pulling up my anime list right now to give examples. So for 10s for me, I only have five tens. And two of the tens of the same series, and that being 86 part one and two. And this being, <laughs> this being anime, so that's why it's listed as obviously two different listings on my anime list. But that, I have five tens. That's it. Um, and then I have uh, a handful of nines, and then I have a decent amount of eights, you know, decent amount of sevens, sixes, and just keeps going down. I, I don't give out the high ratings when I'm really judging it critically. Um, because I, I have a very weird thing about my brain that I'm very thankful for, because it really makes for some potential entertaining content for me for videos, is that I have the ability to completely separate my own biasness and just strictly judge it from like a critic standpoint. So a great example, if you haven't checked it out, you definitely should. I Not long over the summer, I did my most recent updated MCU tier listing up to uh, Miss Marvel and Th- Thor Love and Thunder. And in that video, I actually tiered everything twice i had two different tier lists pulled up at the same time and i tiered everything based on personal opinion like how biased i am towards certain series and then if i was a critic where i took out my own per- and, and you see the fluctuation on series where i have like one series as an s tier but i openly say look it's not an s tier movie it's not an s tier show it's just an s tier to me and here's why but as a critic it would be like probably like an a or a B. you know like i get it right and that's how I kind of feel when it comes to Tokyo Revengers. Let me fix my camera real quick because it was tracking me. So, like, it, I will say before this final arc, right? I see the problems with the show, but the sh- the and the, the manga, like I, before this final arc came, like I even before then I saw all the problems, right? But the series is a very fun and easy read. That's one of yes. the biggest things I love about it because I've read up to the Bonten arc probably 3 or 4 times in the time I've started to cuz it's such an easy read. You can blow yeah, through it. Really and, is. You can blow through it in an afternoon because when I when I read Tokyo Avengers for the first time after watching like 5 episodes of the anime, I blew through everything in a single afternoon, a single Sunday afternoon like 3 4 hours, read everything. It's a fast read and I like fast. that about it. I like that about it a lot. But I will say everything that kind of came after that after cuz that's where it kind of started to go down for me. Before that I would honestly give it probably like a 7.5 or maybe an eight, maybe, but I would, that'd be a big stretch for me. Now, you know, when it comes to the ending of a manga ending to an anime, that, that ending can really make or break the series for you. You know what I mean? Yes. And I, I wouldn't say this broke it for me, but it definitely knocked it down a bit where I would probably give the entire series as a whole, probably that 6.5 or seven at best. I feel I feel like that's fair for the series. You know what I mean? It's a fun series. There are some complaints that you can make about Takamichi. Um, There's there's some very compelling parts about it with Mikey, who I relate to a lot in a few different ways. And Mikey's my favorite character. You know, there's a lot of um, well, I don't want to say that for the non spoiler part. It's just, it's a, I think 6.5 or 7 is very fair for the series, in my opinion. And I'd still very much recommend it because like, like we both just agreed upon, bro, it's such an easy read. It's an easy, fun fucking read. Like, like, you will read it, and even though it is kind of stupid and stuff at times, it has a lot of ridiculous plot points, you can read it and honestly have a very fun time from beginning yeah. to end. I mean, it is it is a fun time. It's stupid, has a lot of interesting points, has some really epic points, some high points, some very depressing points, some cool plot twists. Um, there, there's a lot that this series can bring to the table, but I feel like as a whole, I'd, I feel like probably 6.5. I think that's fair. Maybe a 7 if I'm being pretty generous. So, you know, if I'm feeling generous, I'd give it a seven in my opinion. But overall, great series. You know, I can't comment on anything on the delinquent manga impact because, again, I I haven't read many. hero and this is is my only dabble into it, really. And then if you want to count Yu Hakusho for the first, like, ten episodes, you know, like, yeah, exactly. So, like, I I don't have a, a hard tie to that genre, but I've seen a lot of people be very critical about it and its impact to the genre in a negative capacity since it's, like, the poster boy and it's mid. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, no, it was funny. Whenever I first read through the series after watching the first episode, The one of the scan that I got came across, they were scanning Toguro Avengers just because it was a popular delinquent manga because they translated all the delinquent mangas. And at the end of each chapter, like, they were like, they had like three extra panels, like better mangas for whatever reason to similar characters, <laughs> go read these.
0: Damn, that is being very critical. <laughs> critical while scanning it jesus christ yes it was funny <laughs> oh that's amazing uh but yeah i mean I, we, I still recommend it though like i said it's a fun faster you can blow through these chapters quick and that's the main thing you can have fun with it you can have fun with it uh any other thoughts in non-spoiler capacity are you ready to dive into it
1: i mean not really cool. i mean overall uh even though we do have our issues with the story, of which we'll go into. All the characters are fairly entertaining and somewhat relatable, even some engaging of the ones in the, the later capacity. arcs. you yeah. don't get to shine as much.
0: Yeah, I agree to that. Very a lot. That's one of the big things about this series that I do actually really love a lot. Is just like how how just engaging the cast is. It's got a very good cast of characters. Like as a whole, across the board, there's not really any characters that you. Dislike or hate because they're a bad written character. You may dislike them or hate them because of the character. Which keep in mind, that's what you're supposed to do. That's the point of the character. Is you're supposed to hate X character. You're supposed to you know you know what I mean. That's part of writing. Um, but that the I don't really think there's really any characters that I just dislike because I just think they're a boring character or just like a poorly written character. Everyone is written overall pr- pretty well. And I will say this, and I kind of like my, my final little tidbit for the non-spoiler fashion. And I always I always like to mention this when talking about Tokyo Avengers because, like, there could be so many people listening to this episode right now, right, who watch the first season and don't read the manga and have no idea about what I'm going to say, even though it's been talked about, and we've even talked about it, and other people have talked yep. about it. It still gets lost in translation. It's one thing that feels so genuine and real about this series minus the obvious time travel and that bullshit is you got to keep in mind The author was in a gang. Like he was in a yeah. gang as a kid. And like you, you can feel his experiences of how the gangs are run and the formations of them and stuff in this series. And that makes it really compelling to me. Cause I mean, like when it comes to him being, there's even a photo out there of him with his gang when he was a kid. Like that's a real thing. He was, he was a delinquent. He was in a gang in Japan. So like it 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 adds a sense of realism to me when reading this show, you know what I mean, or reading the manga. Like that's one thing I've always personally really enjoyed about it is just knowing that he was in a gang, and you can you can feel that, you can really feel that with how gang the gangs operate. You know what I mean? Do you kind of feel the same on that?
1: I mean, yeah, you can definitely get that feeling that the author put in their own experiences and stuff that from when they were in it, and very much those early chapters.
0: Yeah, for sure there are chapters. Yeah. <laughs> it's very heavy in your face on those, yeah. But overall, Tokyo Avengers, very fun series. It's not the greatest thing of all time, but there's a lot of compelling things about it that we'd recommend. With that said, from this point on, full-blown spoilers of everything after season one. So, bye-bye. You know, if if you don't like the spoilers, I'll let me hit the music for you to make your way out. Hopefully you have a great day. See you later. Get out of here. All right. Done with that. So yeah, anyway. Uh, okay, so everything after season one, I've got the arcs listed here for us. So we have the Black Dragon arc, which is the the next season, season two. That one is also being called the Christmas Showdown arc is what we, we've usually referred it as. I mean, it's either or, both work. Um, I, think
1: it, I think in the actual manga, it is actually called the Christmas. Uh, I, I think it was. Silent Night. Silent Night is yeah, actually what Silent it's called.
0: Silent Night, Christmas, whatever. Because, I mean, we had the bloody Halloween and now this one. So, yeah, it was yeah. called Christmas in the manga. But Black Dragon arc also counts for it. Uh, the Tenjuku arc, which is also known as the Kanto Incident. Uh, which the Kanto Incident, I want to say we put that in our top 50 fights, didn't we? Or did we just reference it? Because it was too spoilers. I think
1: we referenced it. I think we put Bloody Halloween in there.
0: Yeah, I, I remember putting Bloody Halloween for sure, but I wasn't sure if we put the Canto incident. Uh, I think I think you're right. I think we referenced it, but we talked, but we said we could not put it in because it's too much spoil. Yeah, we did. Yeah, because yeah, that was yeah. recent chapters at that time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then we have the uh, the Bonton arc, which neither of us knew was an official arc until we started doing this. It's just a brief, little, like fifteen chapter stint. Uh, at one point, we didn't know it was an arc, but it's officially an arc, which I guess makes sense. Uh, the Three Deities arc, and then the uh, the Kanto Manji arc, which is the final arc of the series, the one that we just wrapped up. Um, so I guess so let's just go down in order. Um, you know, start with the Black Dragon arc, the Christmas Showdown arc that's season two. Is going to pretty much focus on. I don't. I don't think season two is going to be anything else, honestly, because like you know, season one was that twenty-four episode season that focused on Battle of Eight Three and Bloody Halloween. I feel like the anime going forward is going to be probably twelve or thirteen episode seasons and focus on one thing and move on. You know what I mean? That's how. That's how I see it playing out. So like the next season, you know, season three would be strictly the Tenjuku arc and that's it and okay. maybe end with the Bonton arc for season three, because that's so short. You could wrap that up in I a mean, couple of... it up, really is yeah. short. And then I feel like season four and five would be maybe three deities in the Kanto Manji arc. But no, Black Dragon arc, uh, Christmas arc. So this was a really interesting arc introducing the, the Black Dragons and the current leader being Taiju and everything. And it's this entire brother's sister dynamic of Taiju just being a complete and utter asshat. And as it's portrayed for a very long time, for an ultimate plot twist later, that the sister was getting the shit, you know, yeah, the sister was, was getting the shit beat out of her, and the brother was taking the beatings. The younger brother taking the yeah. beatings f- uh, from Taiji, which the younger brother is Haki, right? Hakai. 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 Haki. How do you pronounce his name? That sounds close enough. Haki. Hakai. 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 We'll call We'll, Something go, with, like that, we'll yeah. go with Hakai. I did have a list of names here for characters that I forget their names for. Uh, but, you know, that, and he's part of the Tokyo Manja gang currently, and he is, he was what? He was under Mitsuyu, wasn't he? He was in Mitsui's division, which is what? First or second division? Second division. Second division, yeah. So, yeah, he was in Mitsui's division as what is, like, you know, was he just in the division or was he, like, his vice? He was his vice. Okay, that's what I thought. So, like, this whole arc is is really dope because it has a lot of focus on Mitsuya, who I'm a big fan of. I think is a dope-ass character. So having a big focus on him in this arc was really sweet. Um, But, like, with the way this arc is kind of built up, like I said, it's built on a big, like, sibling abuse sort of, uh, you know, story plot is where we're focusing on. And it ultimately comes with a massive plot twist that, honestly, when I was reading it, completely caught me off guard. Like completely, did not see the plot twist coming. Personally, um, the plot twist being that it was the sister who was taking the beatings for the young for the brother. Yeah, but, it was such yeah. a
1: <laughs> big twist. I mean, this is the whole thing because like it's sort of taking off for what ends up with season one is just because season one actually ends up with the shooting. Yes. Of Jafuya. Uh, so, like, we don't even get to see the actual end math of that. Yep. Is what when Kiske has Chifuya and Takamichi tied up, kills Chifuya, and what we actually miss, it leads off with another bang, which the season makes it seem more or less like Takamichi's been shot as well. But what it actually reveals is lights go out, there's an FBI raid, and Takamichi gets pulled out, and he gets pulled out by Kazutora our mastermind yep. from the bloody Halloween and everything. He's now done his time. He's come back. He's sort of been in the sh- shadow, still trying to work with Chifuya to try and bring back Kisuke and everything because more or less Takamichi as this head boss more or less goes off the rails and starts doing some wild shit yeah. and even mm-hmm. to the point of get- taking his friend, the red-haired one who I forget. Akun. Akun. He actually orders Akun coon. To murder... Hina. Yeah. What a bombshell, right? Yes, which fucking destroys... Takamichi. Takamichi's like, yep. what the fuck happened? Where'd everything wrong? Yeah. Even gets to see a little video of him actually having that breakdown when he finds out that Kisuke had had him order somebody to kill Hina. Because he didn't know it was Hina at the time. He was just... Kisuke's like, get this done. And Takamichi's sort of carrying to Kisuke... Had it done. Yeah. Only later to find out about that. And just revealing that Takamichi became a more or less a piece of shit and lost whatever will and on he had from the Halloween stuff after he, he future him, left past him's body. Yep. And Kazutori's just like, you fucked up, man. And shit like that. And leads to um, Takamichi deciding he needs to go back again. And leads into the whole Black Dragon stuff because also uh, before that, before he got taken away we see all those Black Dragon executives lining yep. the t- table with all the Tokimajin people Yep Leads to him coming back to the past focus on Hakake and Mitsuya, Hakake's family and everything because his older brothers are currently, ha- currently like the 7th or 8th generation leader of the Black Dragons. Like, I
0: thought it was like 10th, wasn't it? It was a tenth. it 10th? Well, 10th or 8th sound right. One of the two.
1: It might have been 8th. Oh,
0: you you keep going. I'll look it up real quick.
1: And yeah, just revealing that Hakai is planning on more or less leaving at some point, resigning, uh, and remembering, recognizing him from the table of like, that's someone who was there, one of the executives, but he didn't really remember him Hadn't taken notice of him before this time, and he's it, trying to figure out how the guy who was with Mitsuya ended up being the head of the Black Dragons, leading all to this family stuff, and them going, him going with Hakai to wherever to his family home, and Takamichi meeting Taiju, the current leader of the Black Dragons. It is tenth, by the way. It is 10th? Okay. Yeah,
0: Taiju is the 10th, and Takamichi ends up becoming the 11th.
1: 11th. Yeah. Uh, what was their sister's name?
0: Let me look. Let me get the sister name. I did not get it on our list. I, I looked at the sister, and I'm like, I should add her. I'm like, nah, we'll be good. Um, Yuzaha?
1: Okay. Yuzaha, meeting Yuzaha, and when they're meeting, getting fucking surrounded, and fucking Taiju literally shows up and Punches the shit out of Takamichi. <laughs> Just straight up <laughs> beats the shit out of
0: him. Yep.
1: <laughs> Upon their first meeting, and Taiju's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Starts to get up to try and fight, and it gets brought down. I don't... I think Yuzaha ends up the one who sort of calms it down, and more or less Taijus is like, you need to join... You need to leave this small gang and shit like that. It's slowly building up this whole thing that eventually gets to reveal that Taiju's is beating the shit out of their siblings. The sisters taking the beatings for the younger brother, when she's slowly getting domestically abused, which is sort of leading to Hakai eventually, leading to him killing his brother, because what Takamichi eventually reads out is, Hakai kills his brother and takes over the Black Dragons to try and save his sister, but I think his sister ended up dying, though, still, in that original future.
0: I believe so. Let me look.
1: As you can tell, people, it's been a bit. Each of us have read the Black Dragon arc.
0: Yeah, that was a good. Arc. That was a good arc.
1: But, it was a good arc.
0: Uh, I don't see anything ame- immediately I'm just looking at like the, the the fandom right now. I don't see immediately about her dying, but that okay, does sound right. Okay, maybe not right.
1: then.
0: Oh, here's synopsis. Let me look at that Black Dragon arc. Uh, let's see. Uh,
1: more like she gets fucked up and leads to Hakai. She does not losing die.
0: She just gets fucked up.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. she gets real fucked up and leads to Hakai, just losing his shit and stabbing the fuck out of Taiju, killing Taiju. And um, uh, and it's a whole weird thing because it's like it's a whole thing of them trying to keep Hakai with them so he doesn't take, end up killing his brother, but they don't want to involve the rest of the gang, so it ends up only being Takamichi, Mitsuya, Chifuya, and Hakai. End up in confronting Taiju pretty much,
0: yeah. That's that's and and
1: also wasn't
0: wasn't wasn't uh Kisaki uh Kisuke wasn't he also involved and like betrayed him or something? He was involved with this because he was still in Tokyo Munch at this point,
1: yes. He helped set them up their ambush of what they were going to do because he finds out with Hanma. Where Taiju's gonna be like he goes to the church every Christmas yep. Eve to pray or whatever I don't remember if he actually fights with them though I think he does though doesn't he
0: uh, Kisuke? no he double crosses okay. them He straight okay. like he straight set them up
1: but yeah no they he's the one that gives them the information and whatnot to where they can find Taiju which leads to the Silent hill or Silent Night fight. So I feel like I'm missing some other important thing as well during that stuff. I mean... I we get a, I we get a so. lot of backstory about Mitsuya, how he met Hakai, them becoming close, and the whole sibling relationship and whatnot. And more or less, Takamichi trying to keep Hakai in a, with the group and everything and deal with Taiju. Which more or less comes down to the Silent Hill fight of them fighting in a church. Just Mitsuya, Chifuya, Takamichi, and then eventually Hakai who's there and decides to join them to fight Taiju by himself. Like just straight up, just Taiju. I don't think he literally had any of his guys in the room. It was just him in the church.
0: Correct. It was literally just him. That was the one time it, the one time of the year where he was alone was whenever he went to go pray on Christmas Eve. And that was the and, one thing they were hoping
1: for was to get him alone. And which it's a fairly entertaining fight and just shows you just how ridiculous Taiju is when he literally beats the shit out of four guys. by So
0: yes, with pretty well, ease, honestly,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: A couple of those shots. Also, he was delivering it's just like, how is like Mitsuya alive? Like, <laughs> yeah, like they were,
1: they were had fucking broken bones. Cause they're literally getting crushing pews and stuff when they're being blown away. Yeah. Honestly, Takamichi and his usual Takamichi just getting the shit beat out of him, but keeps standing up.
0: Yeah. And then the, the big art comes to a close when Mikey comes in and just one shots him, basically. Which was, a, yeah. th- which was a fun little couple chapters because at first it was like, oh my God, Mikey lost. And then Mikey stands up the next chapter and just okos yeah. him.
1: <laughs> yeah, just fucking cracks the shit out of him and just like, oh shit. And then after all that, they drag Taiju's ass out. And they're like, what about all the guys outside? There's no worry. Drakken took Dragons care of <laughs> just killing on the steps. So. You weren't going to invite us? <laughs> <laughs> and the entire Black Dragons are just fucking out.
0: Yes, which also then gave you a past little preview where Mike, you and Draken were just on a bike. And Mike, he's just like, I have a feeling something's. Or he's like, I think that's Mitsu's bike that he heard. I think is what he said. He's like, I think yeah, something's I mean- going to happen tonight.
1: And they literally just follow that and it's just Dragon and Mikey take out the entire Black Dragon crew by themselves when it takes four people to fight Taishu. <laughs> yes. I mean and It's sort of more, more cementing at that point just how ridiculous Dragon and Mikey are compared to everyone else. Oh
0: my God, it's unbelievable. <laughs> they, are the, they are the peaks, man. But no, I mean, overall, this arc was really good, honestly. I, I think it was a very solid follow-up to Bloody Hawks. Bloody Halloween was great. Bloody Halloween was. was so good.
1: The only thing that I have a problem with this arc is just sort of how that fight finishes. It was yeah. a bit lackluster.
0: Yeah, it was. Of just how,
1: after all that build-up and whatnot, and we we don't get the payoff with Takamichi, or even Hakai. Hakai. Yeah. And it's just Mikey coming in, and she's like, all right, kick.
0: Boop, done.
1: All right, let's move on, guys. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <Yeah. laughs> let's go celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Because I think it was... Cause it, if I remember correctly, doesn't also like Hina say something or whatnot to him at one point.
0: I think so. Yeah. This was overall a pretty lengthy arc. There's a lot of things that happened that we didn't even cover. Like one of the big key points that we didn't even reference here is the, we learned the foundation uh the founding of the black dragons being Mikey's brother, Mikey's brother yes. being the first black dragon leader. He's he founded them and founded them to be like this really cool noble gang. And now like the whole point of this arc, is just to see how far they've fallen, you know, mm-hmm. since he was the leader you know, and that's when you find out more about Mikey's brother, which you've already gotten teases and talks about as it is already. And plus, obviously, the big focus of him dying and, you know, in the bloody Halloween flashbacks and stuff. Um, But, you know, talking about how his brother couldn't fight worth a damn like Takamichi. <laughs> he just, yeah. but he always stood back up. That was the thing. He always he could take a lot of hits. He was like Takamichi. You know, he could you know, he could. You know, just take a lot of hits and just keep getting back up. So that was also kind of a key point. For me, personally, my biggest takeaway from this arc, and I already mentioned it, was just how well they did the plot twist. Like, yes. Because, like, one of the big things about this arc that was set up amongst our characters, mostly, like, Takamichi, um, Chafuya and uh, Mitsuya, like, um, um, Kisuke and his lackey who was working with him, whatever, they just went along, you know, try to further gain their trust just to packstab him, right? Like that was that's all they were. But for the other characters, they are fully on the mindset of they're fighting for, you know, Hakai and what he is going through, where he is taking the beatings for his sister. Everyone is under that impression. No one knows that it's actually the reverse. So like when reading that, that was such a good plot twist of like, whoa, hold up. What you know, Hakai is the the weakling and, you know, is afraid to take the beating so the sister gets beat for it because, like, the thing that was done so well in that arc was the little snippets that it gave you, right, of those scenes of when they were little kids and the beating started, you know what I mean? The little snippets of Taiju's like, oh, so you want to be the one to take the beatings, and it's written in this chapter a way where it's perceived that it's Hakai, and then you get that same scene chapters later where it shows the full version of that scene of Taiju was talking to the sister, not the brother. So it was done so well. It was done so well where I didn't I honestly didn't know it was coming. Like I it caught me off guard completely. That was my that was my favorite part of this arc personally.
1: And also with this, we also get the slight introduction to Inoue and Kakucho, right? Oh yeah. no, not Kakucho. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was Kakucho.
0: Kakucho was the Scarhead dude.
1: So, yeah, no, that not Kakucho yet. Uh, he comes in the next arc.
0: Yeah, you know, one name that I did not get on here is I did not get the name of the one dude who, like, was handling finances, whatever. The guy who's really good at finance, I didn't get his name on our that's list. That's Inui, isn't it? No. Um, she, um, Shisui Anui. That's the one with the, the birthmark. The guy with, like, the black hair who was in love with, like, Inui's sister. That's the guy that was really good at finances.
1: Yeah, so Anui's buddy.
0: Yeah, okay. It's Hajime uh, Kokunu. Kokunu. Kokunu?
1: Kokunu. Kokunu,
0: okay. yeah. Kokunu. Hajime Kokunu. Yeah, that's the, that's the black-haired dude who's got like almost rochumaru style eyes and super yes. good at finances. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. The rich kid. Yep. Correct. He is, the, yeah. Him tra- and Anui
1: are apparently fucking rich.
0: Yeah. He is, he was, yeah. Yes. Right here. He was part of the 10th generation Black Dragon. So you were correct. Uh, those two yeah, were. It introduced. introduces
1: those two for the first time during yeah, this arc.
0: Because in the next arc, like, you know, uh Kukunu, whatever, he becomes the Tenjuku treasure. Again, the finance guy. Yeah. That, that's his role.
1: So. And, yeah, because Anui and him both end up joining uh whatever that group is. Tinjuku. Is that their actual name?
0: Yeah, it's uh, that. That's the name of the group is Tenjuku. Okay. Yeah, because that's how it's listed here on like the fandom side. Yeah, because it's it's got the yin yang symbol, whatever. That's the symbol of the, of the gang. Yeah, it's it's okay. Tenjuku. Yeah, or it's also known as Yokohama Tenjuku as the full name. There you go. More we know, learning as we go. Um, but yeah, any other thoughts on Black Dragon Christmas Showdown?
1: No, none, not really. All I mean, right. I have most of the stuff that I remember from it. All
0: right, let's get to the next arc, which is still, now that the series is done, still my favorite arc of the series. I also, love no, so this arc.
1: Also known as the B-Squad <laughs> Incident. Yes, the B-Squad, baby.
0: <laughs> I love this arc, dude. I really do. Still now, like, I know it has, like, a couple of problems with the arc and stuff here and there and stuff, but, like, I love this arc. The Juku arc, which is also known as the Kanto Incident, this arc was awesome awesome to me so you know after the fallout of the christmas showdown black dragon like i like we talked about with uh Hisaki, who's been in the tokyo manji game this is now expelled you know he is now out of the gang all right and this <laughs> is where he now joins tenjuku this gang and you see that very quickly you see this very quickly in this arc of that introduction and as this arc goes on and you get introduced to a couple other characters such as uh azana is that how you pronounce his name yeah. Okay. Azana Korokawa, which is apparently Mikey's other brother, you know, or they were kind of raised as siblings to an extent, is one thing that gets explored in this arc. Yeah, you know, he's the leader of the Juga, the founder of the Junku arc. So another another one of those situations of we have another gang essentially that is anti Mikey, which is going to set up the big conflict. And obviously Kisaki began as well. Kizuke is it K- is it Kisaki or Kizuke?
1: i always known it as say it as Kisaki.
0: Kisaki. I keep saying two different names because I keep forgetting which one it is. Um, but Kisaki. We'll go with that. Um, you know, like, We
1: also get the actual introduction of Sanzu, who's a character who's just been fucking under the radar during this arc.
0: Yeah, the, the, that's the dude with the the scars. Well, he's always worn a mask, actually, but you do get to see in yes. this arc that he has like scars around his mouth and stuff, which you find out why they're there. I don't think this arc, I think it might be, is it this arc that you find out? Do you get that backstory in this arc, or do you get it later? I think it's later. It's later.
1: I think it's this one.
0: Is it? No, it's later. It's totally later how he got it, because remember, it was the toy plane.
1: Oh, that's, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah right. right. Yeah, that's okay. later. Okay,
0: so yeah, anyway, you do get a you know introduction to him as well in this arc. Um, what was his name again? Sanzu. Sanzu, thank you. Uh, yep. There it is. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you get an introduction to him, you get the big introduction to, um, you know, Azana, who's going to be one of the main focuses of this arc, as well as, uh, Kisaki, those two really being the forefront of this arc. And this is an arc of where it really feels like for a while, everything's coming to forefront, you know, with this Kisaki overarching antagonist. And at this point reading the series, like, you're constantly in this situation of, is there another Time Leaper? Is there two? Like, that was a big yeah, question. whole
1: thing, because <laughs> even after the Black Dragon arc, Kisaki gets kicked out of the gang. Takami's just like, yeah, great. Finally, Kisaki's out. He can't control anything. He goes back to the future again, and he wakes up in his apartment for the first time, and we get a repeat of the opening of the series. A truck's Hit this stuff, but nobody was injured, thankfully, and whatnot. And everything is like, oh, great, everything's good. And he goes around and starts looking around and things, and just like he's seeing some of his friends he's made and whatnot. Yep. But then Mikey's gone. Yep. No one knows. Mikey disappeared and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it starts getting hints of this other group that formed that Kisaki ended up being part of. Izana was part of. He even gets see a picture of Izana who has that yin yang symbol on the back and the fucking earrings. Yep. And so we're looking at it, it's like, does that, is that Mikey? And it ends up being Mikey. Is this the
0: one we're talking about yeah. you guys like overseas to some place that Mikey talked yes. about? Okay.
1: Yes, this this yeah. going to the future present yeah. ends with him going and find going overseas to like Thailand or something and finding the scrapped bicycle which is the brother or similar to mikey's yeah bike because there was two of them that gets mentioned in the black dragon arc thing. i think, I think so, there, yeah. there's a small it, reference to it yeah, yeah and even and mikey and takamichi are talking about I was like we should go find it one day or whatnot and like um like during this whole time also everyone's being killed mind you
0: yes everyone's dying because of this game. this present day we're talking about. Everyone is everyone of the Tokyo Manji gang and everyone, everyone's dying. Everyone's being murdered.
1: Yeah, everyone's being assassinated and whatnot. Even yep.
0: even Kiske gets assassinated. Yep. <laughs> and Mikey's the one doing it. Every he kills yeah, every single Mikey's one of them. Mikey's killing
1: everybody and everything. And leads to uh Takamichi going overseas, finding the spike and finding uh Mikey there. Mikey shows up. And they're talking and whatnot. Mikey's just like You need to stop me, Takamichi. I can't hold myself anymore. And then, uh, leads to Hina's Takamichi actually pulls a gun on uh, Mikey pulls a gun on Takamichi to kill Takamichi and Hina's brother shows up and kills... Naoto. Yeah, Naoto kills Mikey. And we have that moment of Mikey and Takamichi's arms and whatnot. Sort of having this final farewell and whatnot. And sort of like a Another wrap of what went wrong. Introducing us more to Azana and all this fun stuff, he formed another group. Ended up, there was a big fight. Tokyo Manjin getting lost, ended up getting taken over, yada, yada, yada. Then Naoso and Takamichi go back to Japan and to visit. I don't remember what, were they going to visit Hina or what was going on? I can't quite remember.
0: Actually, I think for this particular timeline, I. Man, I'm be honest with you, I'm pretty sure this is when they visited a present time Taiju. Because they did visit okay. Taiju in the present, and he wasn't a complete asshole to him.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, they went and met Taiju, and as they were leaving, they both get fucking murdered. Yep. By Izana and Kisuke right next to him. Kisuke somehow faked his death when he was supposed to have been shot and burned alive in some like wine cellar.
0: Yep. And, and like in and, their dying moments, that's when they like held hands again and allowing him to time jump. But yeah, Naoto and Takamichi both dead as hell in that moment.
1: And that's when Takamichi comes back to the past again, right before all this stuff, and realizing like, I only have one shot at this.
0: Yeah, now there it, is no going back and checking. Yeah, in his I'm mind, yeah, yeah, Naoto's dead. Because like he, even when he he immediately goes to Naoto as well. You know, the, the kid now tries to shake his hand and, and nothing. So he realizes, this is it. I'm stuck here. I have to fix this. Whatever I've got to do to fix this timeline, I have to do it because I can't get back. Which adds an extra dynamic of weight to what this arc is, which further makes me like this arc. Because this arc has so many, like, huge, weightful moments throughout yes. the entire arc. And, that, and, you know, this immediately kicking off the arc with, I'm stuck here. This is it. There is no going back. And then just further diving into, you know, what is setting up to be a very large conflict because, you know, between the Tajuku gang and the Tokyo Manji gang, and Mikey preparing for said conflict. But then behind the scenes, you know, Kisuke is doing his parts to basically take all the top players out of the equation leading up yeah. to this because it's like Cause, what Mitsuya gets fucked up I think Smiley and Angry get no Smiley gets fucked up
1: Smiley gets fucked up because yeah. like it, it, has a, it has a nice transition where all the members get fucking murdered in the present timeline and then we go back to the past and Kisuke has set up these attacks to slowly take out each one of the captains of yes. all the
0: squads yeah because Mitsuya and Smiley are the main ones that get you know taken out because also with this arc you get the betrayal of the fifth captain I forgot his name right the big tall blonde dude. I forgot his name though. The guy who was supposed to, his role is to basically maintain order in the Tokyo Manji gang was kind of, yes. he, he betrayed them. He was, he's not part of the Tokyo Manji gang. So because this,
1: he was also a previous member of the black dragons. Yes. Cause 10, cause his ends up gathering up all of the black dragons.
0: Yep. So like,
1: including all of the other group heads, like the Hitani brothers, yes. um, the fatso guy who never gets another shot again, ever. Rip. <laughs> and then, like, one other group, which I can't remember who they were. Yeah. Now that I think about it.
0: So, like, you know, when it came to their, their goal of basically picking stuff, picking everyone off, you got to realize where we are right now at the Tokyo Manji Gang. You know, with the betrayal of the fifth captain, you know, the first captain. At this point, Takamichi is the first captain, isn't he? At this point, he was promoted to that. I want to... Nah. S- when, when when did he get first captain promotion? Cuz he got he got the he got that spot, but it's a matter of when.
1: Was he first captain?
0: Yeah, cuz he, you know, yeah, he Yeah, he was first yeah, captain. He, okay. he got promoted into to Baji's spot after a while. I think it might have been after okay. the Black Dragon arc actually is when it happened.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. It was after Black Dragon okay. arc. So yeah, no, he got he got officially promoted to the first squad captain, yeah. yeah.
0: So like you got to keep in mind like we have a freshly promoted Takamichi in the first, Mitsuya second. Uh is it Smiley that's
1: third? Smiley's third, yes. Okay,
0: and then fourth was that was Pies, right? So he's in prison.
1: No, Smiley's fourth. Third was Pa.
0: Okay, so pa, so Pa's in prison. And then we had the betrayal on the fifth. And then um Yeah, because yeah, you're right. Yeah, because third is where Kisuke was temporary the leader. Yes. And everyone boycotted that idea. So like, you gotta keep in mind with where we are with the gang is that you have a really you have a weakling at one. Yeah, then you have to take out two and three. Five betrayed them. They don't have the other spot you know, other spots empty. So like in this arc. It's a
1: great feel of the fifth one because the fifth one, it wasn't just an outright repel. He actually like kidnaps fucking yes. Takamichi. Yes. And keeps him in prison and beats the yeah. Yeah,
0: beats the absolute hell out of him. Because this was also with um um godonou. Kokunu was also there, right? And you know, yeah Kokonu and, and Nue were he, both there. And, yeah and Nue was there because this was the this was their split where Kokonu went with, with Tenjuku and you know, even stayed with Tokyo Manji gang and you get their backstory of where, you know, Kokonu, his only goal was to try to, you know, why he's so good at money is he wanted to save up money to pay off, you know, it was Inu's um, debts, you know, who was sick and in the hospital because uh, he was in love with her. Uh, there was that whole, that was their whole backstory and plot point, um, you know, which even featured a, you know, kind of a really random, part of that arc where, uh, Kukunu kissed, uh, Inu, if you remember that. Yeah. Very random, very random on that one, but you know,
1: and also a character we're slightly forgetting is, uh, Kakucho actually gets introduced. Cause he's like the second,
0: yeah, the scarhead. Like
1: and he's actually the friend of Takamichi. Yeah. Like a
0: childhood friend. That. yeah. And he, and that that's an important thing to note because like he has a pretty prominent role throughout this arc. Cause he's part of Tenjuku and everything, but even like in the, um, uh, Kanto Manji arc he has a pretty important role in that arc yes. as well so the, you know we get we that, that character introduction but like basically seeing all the leaders get picked off and stuff when we made the joke about the B squad that's who we got guys like the only like even,
1: even Mikey and Draken get taken out for a bit too
0: yes but like their way of being taken out that's where this arc gets very interesting to me is because they're, they, they know they can't take them out physically so they took them out emotionally and that's what happened there because in this arc, it was uh Kisaki
1: uh, ended up killing uh Emma. Emma. Yeah. Because Takamichi comes a realization of what pushes Mikey over the edge when he has all the support and when it's just like Emma, Yeah. Emma had to have died. If there's no Emma, Mikey just caves. Yep. And Takamichi goes to try and save Emma and everything gives warning. And he sees Emma just get fucking baseball batted in the hat by a drive motorcycle by, with key scale. Yeah,
0: drive by key scale on a bike nails in and, and is going to, and kills her that way. And, you know, Mikey is there and he's carrying her on her back, trying to get her to the hospital and stuff. And she's having basically her last words with Mikey. She's having her last words with Takemichi, asking to basically look after both of them, Draken and, and, you know, Mikey, because keep mind, Emma also had her big relationship with Draken. They were a thing. And, um, you know, and then just, oh my God, dude, just the gut wrenching moment of where Mikey stops and he's like, "Takemichi, can you check Emma? Her body just went cold. And he's like, still like, he's got, he's got a smile on his face, but it's like a nervous smile. You know what I mean? And it's just a gut wrenching shot because following Mikey's journey up to this point, he has lost so much. And he's almost he almost lost Draken at one point with the Battle of Eight Three. We saw his emotion there. Uh, he's now lost his sister. He's lost his older brother. He has lost so much. So like that was a gut wrenching shot. And even I was when we- say,
1: he's also lost Pa at this point. Yes, his, one of his closest friends, Baji. Yep. Before even uh,
0: Draken. So. Yep. Uh, you know they end up you know still taking her to the hospital regardless, to even to try to save her. Draken gets there and. Draken's obviously completely lost his cool at Mikey. Mikey's just soulless in that moment, and uh, Draken being obviously very understandably over emotional about that, and it just puts into perspective when Takamichi's talking to Jafuya It's like, "There's no way that they can do this fight. Like, there, there's no way that they're going to be able to make it." And that's all part of Tanjuku's plan: is to take out all the superstars. No Mitsuya, no Smiley, no Draken, no Mikey. Mission accomplished, all you got is Takamichi <laughs> and the Vice pause Captains.
1: And, pause and Jill. They got the fifth one to join their side.
0: So at this point, Tokyo Manji's fucked. You know, all cause all you have is like I said, Takamichi, Chifuya, Angry, um Hakai as well. Bye. Yeah, that's that's really it in terms of your main characters that have names and that are notable. Pause.
1: Pause second. Who's oh, I can't think of his name. The guy who's
0: always yelling, yes, <laughs> with really wide eyes, yeah, and very angry. You initially fought Takamichi. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. I don't remember his name, but like that—that's your
1: team, boys. Get ready. We have a huge just, fight. On just our hands. a few other members who are just like, what do we do? Yes, and it's sort of an interesting thing because there was an old reference from like early in the like the. I don't remember if it's at the end of at the beginning of Black Dragon or the end of Halloween, where there's like a premonition of just like we'll only follow him, and almost seems like it's referencing Takamichi, mm-hmm. and getting more of a Takamichi stepping up to a leader role of him, just like we gotta do this. Like there's there's no that's either we all die here or we win.
0: Yeah. Exactly, because like there and there's no turning back on it too. You know, with everything that's led up to this point. And leading up to the big fight, it goes exactly as you thought it would go. You know, everyone's kind of getting their shit wrecked, but they're still fighting. You know, every of these other vice captains and side characters, they all have nice moments, which is cool. And uh, you have a moment with like Mitzia and and, uh, Smiley talking. It's just like, yeah, when Angry like snaps, he's one of the strongest fighters there is. And you get to see that in this fight as well, where Angry snaps and he's just like soulless. (laughs)
1: And just, he 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 just straight up doesn't care. He's, I'm pretty sure, actually murders a couple people. (laughs) I'm pretty
0: damn sure he does too. And like this whole fight is all leading up for one thing, which is going to be trying to lead up to Takamichi versus Kisuke, is kind of his goal since Takamichi knows everything that he knows. You know, Izana's there doing his thing as well. And we have some brief like interactions with there. But like one of my favorite things about this arc, and it's something that. I was waiting on for so long because it's like you knew it happened eventually, right? Like you just knew it would because at this point with this uh, with this series, there's only two characters in the past that know about Takemichi's truth and that being Shifuya, of course, who's his partner. And then also we, we, we skipped this so completely. I don't know if, I think it was in this arc. I think it was the beginning of the Shinjuku arc where Takamichi accidentally reveals to Hina the truth. Because he thought yeah, yes, he was at the cause. slide and he thought it was Naoto. Um, and he was just openly talking his head down and he realized he was talking to Hina. And that's when Hina's just like, so how old are you really? And learns about, and she just accepts it, you know, which. Yeah, her, she
1: just accepts it. Cause yeah, it's right after everyone's been taking out Takamichi doesn't have the, the, the drive to lead everyone, right? Yeah. And another big thing during the fight is actually his relationship with Kakucho and actually a big face down between Takamichi and Kakucho. When yes. we're having all the leaders match up
0: yeah um and when it comes to the you know the fact that here in this president i mean the past you know of chifuya and now all being the only ones that know of the time travel what that leads up to is one of the moments that like i said i've been waiting on for a long time and that was when is like dragon and mikey gonna be the ones to find out specifically mikey and we get that moment, and it was done so well of where Mikey and Draken are both just still defeated, and they're both defeated in very clearly two different ways, which is understandable. You have, you know, the lover uh, side with Draken, and you have the sibling side with, you know, the family side with Mikey, so they're very broken in two different ways. Mikey just being completely speechless and soulless in a way broken, and Draken just being angry and just not, you know, can't forgive what just happened, right? So like when Hina tries to go talk to them at the hospital, that's when she drops the bombshell that Takamichi's been trying to save everyone, that Takimi that we're all gonna die. All of us have all of us are gonna die. All of us are gonna have terrible futures. You know, Takamichi's a time traveler. He's trying to save us all. That's why he's been working so hard. And when it comes to that big reveal, Draken's just like, oh, what the hell are you talking about? Blah blah and you know, whatever. You just have that shot. And I love it because it doesn't continue the conversation for the reader, which is great. That that sets up this great moment. It this this whole interaction, this whole sequence ends with just the look on Mikey's face of the moment of pure realization where it's like. Huh? That it all the dots are connected, you know, of just him realizing, like, yeah, Takamichi really—that's that's his drive that he's had throughout this whole time he's known Takemichi. He that's been the his heart drive every
1: single time.
0: Yeah, like that moment of of Mikey's face from being completely defeated, completely soulless to just like waking up essentially, where he's just like, fuck. It was a great moment. It was so well done because then you you know, like I said, that ends that sequence and it brings us back to the main fight which has another sweet moment for me and it's actually on my my big anime my big manga wallpaper on my computer that I made of where, like, Takamichi's getting his shit wrecked. He's not afraid. He even had a gun held to his head at one point. Still not afraid. Dude's ready to die on this battlefield, and he's ready, and he will not give up. He's going for, like, a punch or something. He stops, and he just holds his fist in the air, and he just says something like, I told you I wouldn't lose. And Mikey and Draken are now here. And everyone's just like, oh, my God, like, his sister just stopped. What the fuck is he doing here? And you have that, that, that nice interaction between Mikey and and Takamichi of basically just Mikey thanking him for everything that he's done up to this point. All of that, all of that plot point getting us to here is some of my favorite material in this manga for me personally. I, I love all of that, of the big revelation to Mikey of the truth, at least for me. what What's your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, it is a very great full circle thing. I mean, because just the, honestly, the Tenjuku arc a lot at the time thought it was going to be the final arc with all the stuff we were Definitely getting Definitely felt like it. Just because, like, even during the of fight when it's just B Squad is like, they're literally getting their shit kicked in. Yes. The Tokyo Majin Gang, and there's a whole moment where everyone's just like, "Fuck, we can't do it anymore." Everyone's like, and Takamichi still, and this was probably one of the better fight moments for Takamichi where he just goes straight Berserker and he just starts taking people out. Yep. And people are like, is that Takamichi? If <laughs> you're like. Fuck! If you could do that, fuck! Why can't I?
0: Exactly. Wakes everyone and all, up.
1: And everyone in the B squad's like, shit, okay. And starts getting up, and everyone in the is like, the fuck's happening? What's going on? Right. And then leads to that in the whole Kakucho fight with him and him punching out Kakucho, and then he actually going up against, he's an A. And we're getting that moment of him lifting the fist up and yep. the whole trade-off with Drakken and Mikey, and Drakken starts destroying everyone. Mac- Mikey faces off against Izane. Um I think, actually, this is, like, the third time Drakken throws down with Hanma, I actually think. I think so, yeah.
0: Those two have gone at it a
1: lot. Yes, <laughs> they do.
0: Because, like, throughout this whole arc, like, you know, we have all the stuff with Kisaki where you, as a reader, like, you think that he is potentially the time traveler, or maybe you think Hanma is like, there's so many questions between those two up into this arc. And like, while Mikey's doing his thing with Izana, which Izana does end up dying in this arc, um, you know, while all that's happening, then you have this arc turn into a completely different plot line, a side plot, side fight of where, Mike Takamichi's trying to go after Kisaki and Draken's helping him. Yeah, you know, he's like, Get on the bike, we're going. You know, that you know, that whole plot that you have two different things happening at the same time of where Izana dies, um, you know, in the fight with Mikey and everything, and then you have Takamichi going after Kisaki, which is a whole series of chapters on its own. Of where you know, you get the bombshell dropped of where Kisaki asks, Are you a time time leaper? Which then you, as the readers, just like, Oh god, he does know about it. he's a time leaper. Oh my god. And then he ends up not being a time leaper. Cause like, as he's still chasing them down and stuff, he even is just like, what you think I'm, I was like, I'm not a time leaper. And then he gets hit by a bus.
1: <laughs> well, there's a whole set of reveals thing. Yeah, cause there's a is. whole other, cause this was like six, seven chapters yes. of him chasing each other down. Like we also get the reveal in this arc. Finally during this, that the whole reason Kisuke is doing this shit is because he, he's also, well, okay. So it's a weird thing. He has a weird admiration for Takamichi. Yep. Because we have this whole reveal that when they were kids, there were some people bullying. And we've seen this scene before of the old young Takamichi being just very courageous. He just goes up and fights people, it's sort of where Hina fell in love with him. And Kisuke was off on the side, apparently saw this as well. And began to admire Takamichi his Courage and whatnot. And that's where he got his own idea of just like, I need to be this courageous person, have power and whatnot. Because he also at some point fell in love with Hina. And in the rejected. present time, he actually confesses to her, and she's just like, No, there's someone else I love. Which then Kisuke's rage like, and goes in the mode of, If I can't have you, no one can. Yes. This is why he has Hina killed so many times.
0: And a couple things about this. Number one, for the anime only viewers that don't care about spoilers and they're just here to listen to us ramble and have a good time, that's why his admiration for Takamichi is why season one ended with him half crying, saying goodbye, hero. Yes. Um, So there' a little tie up there for you guys. It's going to be a while before you get that tie up. It'll be season three, yeah. Uh, and then also with that with that whole kid sequence of the hero thing, keep that in mind because we're going to reference it again in about ten minutes. We got to follow back up with that. But uh, that that whole thing that happened in this arc of the big reveal of his motivation that ruined the character for a lot of people. As this because like he was built as such a genius antagonist, right? Like and this ruined the character a lot. Did it ruin it? Did did it ruin Kisaki for you? Cause I'm not gonna lie, it low key ruined it for me, where it's like, really, this is what we're doing.
1: It didn't ruin Kisaki and for me personally. It was just a big thing of
0: the fuck. Yeah, it's like really that's the choice that we went with.
1: Really? Come on, man.
0: That was how I felt when I read those chapters personally.
1: It was almost yeah. as bad as the whole fucking I'm doing this so I can give the sun. Get the Sun to the Underworld. Oh, like, yeah, with Dragon Quest. <laughs> yeah, I'm like,
0: what the fuck? Like, really, that's what we're doing? Okay, I guess I'm here for it. To I extent. mean,
1: it's sort of a... Not also, it's sort of a plus and a pro con to me, because it's, like, it's a con of like, Kisuke literally did all this just for that, but it's also a plus for like the shit people will do for love.
0: Yeah, exactly. Go to extreme lengths.
1: Yeah, which eventually finishes with uh, the whole thing of Takamichi chasing down kisaki eventually and just like can you time travel too and kisaki just giving me this weird look was like i i can't time travel and then we get that, that moment plus. after of just and he reveals everything and just <laughs> just uh coup de of wrapping everything up full circle just what's hit hina every time and just fucking truck <laughs> yep just a truck completely <laughs> obliterates kisaki
0: and he even tries to get up for a second and then just dies and
1: even talking to me he's just like fuck Holy shit! Because <laughs> even uh, runs to was like Kisaki, <laughs> you good, bro? No, you dead as shit. <laughs>
0: which, as a reader, if you really hate Kisaki, which you probably do, you know, at you're, this point yeah. you're meant to. It was very satisfying. Where you're like, yeah, fuck this dude.
1: <laughs> it was very
0: satisfying. And it, and it, it it when that happened, you felt almost in a way where it's like, wow, we really are wrapping up the story. I mean, like when Takamichi goes back to the future or the present, like should be normal like that's the vibe that you get you
1: know what i mean yeah because it's it's like literally wrapping up everything like so the fight finishes is on is yeah the tenju jaiku group has more more or less getting absorbed into tokyo majin um every takamichi finds out that hina told draken and mikey about the truth and everything yeah they're wrapping everything up um Mikey gets everyone together. He actually straight up disbands the Tokyo Majin game. Well, it's important actually.
0: to note before he does that, we have a very nice one chapter of this, of where he sets down with Takamichi before the meeting and tells Takamichi to tell him everything, you yes. know, like tell him everything that's happened. You know, Takamichi explains that like, he apologizes. He, tri- you know, about what happened with Baji, what happened with Emma, like he tried and just explains it. And like, you know, you get, you see it happening in, in the chapter and, you, you know, the for the actual reading material for you, it's uh, Takamichi's, you know, uh, perspective. It's like, you know, Mikey just sat there and just listened, you know, to everything that I had to say. You know, didn't really butt in, just listened to everything. And that's when that's when Mikey came to the conclusion that the Tokyo Manji game needed to disband, that it was better for everyone if, if the Tokyo the, the game disbanded, um, which does bring us to that point. And then, you know, before... Takamichi goes to leave that's when they do the time capsule thing oh let's do a time capsule oh yeah it's like it's all the important characters and they've all put stuff in a time capsule yeah and Mikey's like let's open it you know what is Mike what is Takamichi's time leap is it seven years 11 years 11 okay it's like let's open it 11 years from now and Takamichi's like oh I see what you're doing (laughs) so Yeah. yeah he goes back to the he goes back to the present and it seems like a perfect present you know what I mean um, he starts
1: visiting everyone. Everyone's
0: doing their thing. Yeah, And he's getting married to to Hina. Because um, actually, you know, when he comes back, was in the middle of. I think it was it Pa's wedding, right?
1: No, he came back in the middle of getting fitted for a suit. Oh, that's when he came. I thought it was in the middle of the wedding. No, he was got fitted for. Well, he was actually a middle. Well, it was the middle of a wedding of Pa's wedding.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yes. Yeah. He came back in the middle of the wedding because everyone was talking to him like normal, and that's when Hina's just like, "Oh, so you're back." You know, you know we because we had
1: that little moment there, so like I you know, forgot, yeah, he comes back to Paul being married, yeah, so like in pause this- out, out of prison. he got an arranged marriage with some childhood friend. He's taken yep. over his family's he's made a real estate business with uh, pay, yep.
0: so you know, you get to hear how everyone's doing where it's like the the smiling and angry. they have like the ramen shop, you know, Draken's doing his bike shop that he's working on. Mitzia's doing the designing stuff. You know is new was, ways,
1: actually I think working
0: for Draken at this time yeah he's working for Draken um you know everyone seems happy and you know Mikey Takamichi is gonna get married to Hina he's gonna you get fitted for his suit by Mitsuya, which is awesome and then like you know with all this he asked where Mikey is and you know it was I think it was Chafuya and Draken was just like you know oh he just couldn't make it he's overseas running a, I think it was like a yeah. restaurant I think is what it was and he just couldn't make it and takamichi's just kind of just left that alone and then as some time started to pass, he saw some new stuff. He started to piece things together that, okay, they lied to me. Mikey is definitely not doing that. And they, oh, he asked for the truth, and they just like, we just thought it would be better if you didn't know, but we, but we haven't heard from Mikey. Uh, no, it was um, he went to Smiley and Angry's Ramen Shop is what it was, where you know, he was talking to them. It's like, Mikey, we haven't heard from him in 10 years. You know, yeah. That's what it was. And then that's when he started. He went to Draken about it. He's just like, yeah, we ever since when Toman disbanded 11 years ago, Mikey dropped off the face of the planet. We haven't heard from him since. Which, and then they all go
1: to the capsule eventually.
0: Yep. And that brings, you know, everyone's looking through it, having a good time, having a nice nostalgia. And that's when Takamichi finds a tape uh, that's addressed to him when he goes to play. It. it has like some first part, I think of Mikey's childhood. Uh, yeah. And then it has the part where it's Mikey just sitting there. And he's just like, this is addressed to Takamichi 11 years from now. And he's just, this is where you get the official, introduction official it's already been very clearly there the official acknowledgement and detailing of the dark impulses and this becomes a a key point these last couple arcs yeah uh where this savage side of mikey that you see in bloody halloween where he's ready to kill Kazatoro, and a couple other moments as well like this is the dark impulses and mikey goes over it where it's like it, it just controls him. He can't control himself. He doesn't know who he becomes, etc. And he feels like everyone's life will be better if he's out of the picture. And that's what he's done with this future, is he's trying to make sure everyone else has a good future by him not being there. And he. is Oh, ends-
1: one thing we forgot to mention. This is all, this is all the content of the tin arc. Like yes. as soon as yes. Takamichi jumps to the present, that's the end of the Tenjuk. Tinjaiku arc and then we're now in the Bonten arc yeah. all this stuff he's discovering in the f- present
0: yeah basically as soon as he gets back to the present that is officially the Bonten arc and the Bonten arc is very short a good arc though because of a few key points but very very it's like 20 chapters it's, but it's, an yeah, arc. it's small uh, but anyway he ends the tape you know smiling and saying please live a happy life and like that just continues to bother Takamichi where he's just like he can't let Mikey go even though Mikey did all this to give a good future you know what I mean like yeah. he tries, he does try. Like even you know when he's at his fitting and stuff, he's you know, and he has he recru- he recruits Casatoro to try to hunt down information on this new Bonten gang because he think he saw like the a picture of the leader and because of a tattoo that of you know is on his earrings on the back of yeah. the, the, the guy's neck. He's like, I'm pretty sure that's Mikey, and he recruits Kazatoro to try to help him hunt down information on him. Uh, at one point, Takamichi dismisses. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it be. We'll leave it be. But the more...
1: even says a great thing yeah. after everything. He's just like, Takamichi, we got to stop. I can't be doing this and wind up getting you killed. He Hino's going to kill me. Yep.
0: <laughs> and, you know, and Takamichi ends up telling him to stop, you know, because he's just like doing kind of what Mikey, like this, is what Mikey wanted, whatever. But the more and more he thinks about Mikey smiling and saying, live a happy life, whatever, the more and more Takamichi can't let it go. You know what I mean? He can't let go of the fact that Mikey's not here. And that's when he does his part to try to have a meeting with Mikey and succeeds on that. Where he does get to meet with Mikey and you just you know, just like as we've seen him in the in the couple other times we've seen him in this present, very skinny, uh basically bones, you know, not obviously healthy. You know what I mean? Not healthy at all.
1: Also more or less got like a shaved head as well, doesn't he?
0: No, he's got his he's got his black hair. Okay. in, in this one. I think the shaved head one might have been the one where he died in the, in the other country.
1: Okay. And which we also have a nice little interesting thing of where Mikey told him not to come see him and stuff like that, yes. where they're in this abandoned bowling alley and Takamichi's sitting in some seats in front of, um uh, Mikey and Mikey's chilling on the ones behind him. And Takamichi's not, is just looking forward the entire time.
0: Yeah. And he, and while he's sitting there, he holds up a single letter and document and Mikey's like, what's that? It's like an invitation to my wedding. I want you to be there. And, you know, Takamichi goes on his big spill about being his friend, and he's not going to let him go and stuff. And when Takamichi finally stands up to look at Mikey, Mikey fucking shoots him.
1: (laughs) Mikey fucking shoots Takamichi. Three fucking times, man. Like, straight up. And that's how that chapter ends. It's just with Mikey shooting the fuck out of Takamichi. Yep. And 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 it was just one of those moments like, oh,
0: fuck. (laughs) Yeah, because keep in mind, uh, while this is happening, you get to see some members of the Bontan gang, which is going to feature like uh, Kokunu and uh, you, know, Zon, you know Sanzu and stuff like that. And if Sanzu was there. Yeah, Mike, Sanzu was in the bowling alley, and, and Mike Mikey told him to dip out. We'll talk privately, which that's important to note because like after he shot uh, Takamichi and Takamichi's bleeding out and stuff, you know Mikey's now going to go kill himself. Yeah, he go standing at the side of the building, and you have a very nice dynamic shot of present Mikey looking at all, you know, over at all these people looking at him. like Oh my God, that's a kid up there about to jump off and kill himself. And because yeah, Mikey
1: a, climbs to the roof. Yep,
0: and then you see the next shot of where it's Tokyo Manji past Mikey. And you see all the Tokyo Manji gang where he's like looking out of, him, you know, and you see Sanzu getting a fucking snack. <laughs> and he's like, yo Mikey, what the fuck? <laughs> Cause he wasn't there at the time. And Mikey's just like, all right, everyone let's do it. And he goes to jump off the side of the building to kill himself. And even though he's bleeding out, Takamichi grabs him and saves him. And I want the like,
1: ref- I want to. Before you do this, I want to be like Takamichi has fucking three bullet wounds in his yes. chest. And he fucking comes out of nowhere to stop a Takamichi, not a Takamichi, a Mikey falling from a roof, yep. just dead stop on broken fucking glass window.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Because, like, as Mikey's starting to fall, Mikey, Takamichi managed to run and jump out, you know, uh, hang out the window and catch him. Uh, which, you know, when it comes to this particular chapter, Bro, when it came out, I read this chapter probably 30 times in that week waiting for the next chapter. This was hands down one of the top five best chapters in Tokyo Avengers. To me. To me, this was a hands oh, down.
1: Oh, it's a good chapter. If the two of them were together, that'd be a fucking fantastic.
0: Yes, because like, you know, he's sitting there holding Mikey and Mikey is still in the mode of like, let me fall, let me end this, I want this to end, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it, it's funny. Cause it's like, you know, when your parents call you by your full name, you know, you're in fucking trouble. That's what happened here. Mikey Takamichi called Mikey by his full name. It's like, sorry, you know, he's in trouble right now. Uh, where he's just like, you know, yeah, you always take on everything yourself. You always take on the full burden yourself. It's just like, just ask for help once. And I will definitely come and save you. And then just the transition shots of the panels of Mikey looking up, And Mikey starting to cry and says, please help me, Takamichi. Dude, that is such an incredible fucking moment in that manga. Still a top five chapter for me to this day. I love that fucking moment.
1: And with that and the tears, it switches. (laughs) Because even during this Bonten stuff, Takamichi actually does check with Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: right. It's just, yeah, yeah, the the that. leaps happens and they shake hands. Nothing happens. Yeah. And Nato's
1: just it's, like, T- I
0: guess it's because I don't have motivation for it. You know, I had motivation yeah. before. I don't have motivation for this.
1: Yeah. Hina's alive and whatnot. And then during this time with his cry and when Takamichi's just like, finally says that the switch happens and it's now with Mikey. Yeah. Mikey's how, the new trigger. Oh, he switches. Yep. In which him go, he goes back into the past again. And it's actually shorter this time. I think it's. I think this time it is actually only seven years because he's in high school now. Yeah, he's in high school, unlike before when he was in middle school, whatever. Yes. So it shortens it from 11 years to seven years and starts the Three Deities arc. Yep. And before we actually get this full transition, we also do get two other side chapters of one, Hanma visiting Kisuke's grave and more or less going... Will is having a moment and saying like, it's finally coming to an end. And they're like, I'm going to do the rest now for you. Almost making it seem like Hanma's is a time traveler yes. still. So we still have this subplot of, there's another fucking time yes, traveler somewhere. And, and you still
0: don't know who the fuck it is. And you think it's Hanma now that like he's, he's gone. Like there's so many questions.
1: And then we also <laughs> get the Sanzu chapter where he was actually the second of the captain of the fifth squad who got arrested at the end of the Kanto incident for I think he's the one who actually killed Izana, isn't he? I think so. He killed somebody and he got arrested for it. And he's getting out um, several years later uh, and they go to the harbor and Sanzu straight-on murders, dude, for yeah. betraying the Majin gang. He's just like, the only thing for a traitor is death. Straight-on murders him. Yes. <laughs> Revealing his taking off his mask and showing the scars and whatnot, which I think that actually happens before the whole present stuff. Doesn't it? Yay, nay? No, I don't think so. Okay, Are so you talking about the scars? Get... Yeah, talk about Sanzu.
0: I think that's the first time for scar reveal. Okay, yeah. Because he's always just worn a mask up to that point. Okay. And then in this arc you find out how, why he got the scars. How he got it. Yeah, which we'll And him and just
1: soon. showing that he's super loyal to uh, Mikey, even though he followed dude, otherwise I don't... More or less he shows just how dedicated he is to Mikey's cause in the group. That he straight up murders dude. Yeah. And then leads into the past stuff and Takamichi waking up's like, what year is it? Seeing that year, so he's like, I'm in high school!
0: Yep. And he goes to immediately find Trifuya and Trifuya's like, oh, what's up, Takamichi? And, Tr- and Takamichi's like, hey, Trifuya, I'm back, <laughs> or whatever he says, and Trifuya's like, Wait a minute, are you Takamichi from the future?
1: Why are you back? like, what do you mean you're back? We saw each other yesterday. He's like, I'm back. Mikey or Takamichi?
0: Yeah. And also, one thing to also note about this, which never got fully answered, but I only assume it's because Mikey is like older and I guess can more mentally develop to realize this. But when Takamichi got back, you see Mikey with his new gang and he looks at his hand. And he said, So you've you've returned. Takamichi you know you know since he's the trigger he knew Takamichi from the future got there and that never yeah. got really addressed but I guess the best way to, uh, to uh, just decipher that between Naoto and Takamichi is Naoto being a kid just never knew you know he wasn't mentally yeah. developed enough to realize that but I guess I guess that that never got addressed how oh, Mikey, you know? Mikey knew but I guess because again he was he's older you know so he's more I guess realizing of what just happened uh, that um, you know he realizes the Takamichi time leaped and it was because of Mikey, but it never got addressed. If Mikey knew what happened before he leaped, like that never got addressed. But it, there was that tease there of Mikey's, like, "So you've returned?" It's just like, okay, that's the only time we're gonna reference that, so it's never getting picked back up again. And then once yeah. he gets back to the you know the past, then it's just kind of like a uh, kind of a uh, getting his footing, figuring out what the fuck's going on. Because also with this he's trapped in this past because his trigger is Mikey. So he's trapped in
1: this past and he's dead in a future going forward. So exactly. So he's trapped here. Got to figure it out what's, again. What, once again, he, he's got, <laughs> it's do or die.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And it's just kind of figuring out his footing. What's going on, you know, where's Draken? where's Mitzia. And you, 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 Figure that out, mostly focusing on Draken at first because, yeah. you know, that's where you find out Draken is part of like a new gang and stuff. There, there's some other, you know, little tidbits of that before figuring that out. And the leader of this new gang is now one of the three deities, which is uh, Sinju. Andrew. Yeah, Sinju. Let's go on a date. <laughs> Our first female leader who yep. throws hands. Yep, leader of whatever gang they were part of. I forgot the name, I don't I remember
1: because you also don't got the name of the other leader.
0: Yeah, well, he is also kind of, in my opinion, he becomes irrelevant very quickly.
1: <laughs> I mean, he does, but he's part of the three deities. Yeah, you have, Mike, you have three Mikey, deities Sinju, are Mikey, and, Sinju and then fucking bodybuilder. Yeah, which, uh,
0: honestly, a lot of this arc is a lot of, you know, Sinju's gang wants to also take down Mikey's gang. That's kind of why yes. Draken's part of it, is he wants, to beat the, he wants to beat the fuck out of Mikey to bring him back. You know, like that that's essentially Draken's motivation is to knock some fucking sense into him. Um, and there's a, a lot of kind of buildup leading to that three deity showdown, with the most notable thing happening involving Draken, where at this point, uh, Draken dies, saving Takamichi from like another beatdown that I think happened is what it was. Uh, I think Drakken, yeah, because Yeah, because the weird thing
1: also with this is like, Takamichi has a name now. Yes. Because of the, cont- the Kanto incident led to Takamichi getting a big name for all. So all the delinquents actually know who Takamichi is. Yeah, I, actually, yeah. When, when that chapter
0: came out, when he was going down the, the stairs, whatever, me and you, I remember we talked about that. I think I made it like a short or an, a preview of the episode. Shout out to the time we used to put previews on our episodes where it's just like, damn, look at Takamichi, man. He, he's all grown- He's got a name for himself. <laughs> look at him go.
1: Yeah, whenever he... Yeah, because when Draken introduces him to Sinju se- in the group and everything, and he goes to their like secret fighting ring or whatever, Yep. and he walks down and he's like, that's-, that's Takamichi?
0: He's the leader of the... The hero of the Kanto incident or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and
0: all this weird shit. Hey, he's got a name for himself now. Shout out to Takamichi. <laughs> About damn time. He still can't fight worth a shit, at least he's got a name for himself.
1: People show respect for him. None of them have actually seen him fight and don't realize that he can't fight for shit. But I knew he was the hero.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Well, so, yeah, Draken does die in this arc. Uh, And also with this, you know, it was very visually compelling and well done. Because you get some nice other side shots of where you see um, uh, Kokono working with Mikey. He's the treasurer, or whatever for that gang and Mikey looking out a window where it's pouring, he said, I have a feeling something's going to happen tonight. Or, you know, just like he did with the Silent Night stuff, right? And that's where you end up getting Draken dying, you know, sacrificing himself to help save Takamichi. And, you know, telling Takamichi, like, hey, don't, you know, beat yourself up out and stuff. And you have a nice little shot of Draken basically seeing Emma again and kind of, passing on, you know, getting to be with Emma in the afterlife, which is a really nice thing, but also very heart-wrenching at the moment. But when all this is happening, one thing that does happen as well, where it happens and doesn't really get referenced too much again until the end of the Kanto Manji arc, where it's like, Takamichi saw this coming. You know, he got you got the first tease of where he can, like, see the future now, too. <laughs>
1: That's sounds- <laughs> Because here's the thing, because like when he was with Senju, they took hands or something, and suddenly he gained premonition powers, yep. and he actually saw Senju dying Yes. during this. Because this was during—because this happened during Senju and Takamichi's date, where she more or less forces him to go to a carnival or whatnot with him. Let's go on a date. He's been waiting for this, and he's he knows it's going to happen because he saw it, and he's like, what— and then he also got some other random premonition of him getting like hit in the face and whatnot, yep. and it happened with like seconds. He's like, and that sort of was trigger to realize, oh, bad shit's gonna happen. I can, I'm seeing the future somehow since I've lost my ability to jump to the present. Right. <laughs> so he's been sticking with Sinju, waiting for this whole thing, and shit goes down, and like, the guys show up and they shoot at him, and he jumps in the front of the way of Sinju, <laughs> and he's just like. Oh, I'm okay. Nothing happened, and that's the reveal of like. Dragon gets in the way. Cause I don't remember exactly how it happened. Cause like, it happened at first and it failed, and then they were running and whatnot, and then Dragon showed up and then he got shot. Yeah. And sort of. And this series has a lot of full circle things because it sort of does a whole full circle of Dragon even going like it makes a reference to Takamichi saving him and him now saving, using his life that he saved to save Takamichi. It's like a slight reference. Yeah. Which leads to all out war because that guy who killed Draken was part of the third group or whatnot. And it leads to the final showdown of the three deities of Sanzu or Senju and the other dude bodybuilder they start fighting it out then in the middle of it Mikey's crew shows up and starts fighting
0: yeah the, th- the big showdown of the three deities essentially
1: yes which happens literally like two days after dragon's death yeah uh or no it's like he, it's like a single day because like Senju immediately goes into warpath mode
0: yeah basically ready to just fucking throw down and get this fucking done take care of fucking business essentially is what she's here to do
1: yeah in which, it shows off Sinju, she's super strong, it shows off that her brother was the second in command of the original Black Dragon's first generation, because two her two lieutenants are members from the first generation. Yep. Who she hung out with. Introduce Bodybuilder Dude, who's just, he's just super strong. That's literally his thing, that's, he's sort of a... That's his
0: entire role, yeah.
1: She's literally like his whole thing is like, he's super strong and he just doesn't go down. Regardless of the fiercer the fight, the more pumped up he gets. Mm -hmm. And the whole showdown with that. And, um, Takamichi ends up getting another vision of the bodybuilder dude, more or less getting killed by Mikey, by Mikey and whatnot, which leads him to pushing his way through all this fun stuff. Um, because Mikey eventually jumps in. He just starts ending people.
0: Yep, Mikey finally is just like, all right, I'm gonna go.
1: <laughs> he ends the two lieutenants in Sinju, re- reaches dude, and just starts beating the fuck out of him, which leads to Takamichi jumping in the way, and Mikey just shows, up. move Takamichi. It's like, no, I can't let you do it. And then Mikey's in full Dark Impulse, and just starts starts beating the ever loving shit out of Takamichi.
0: Yep. Which, what, make, what, what makes him stop? What makes this fight stop? I don't remember.
1: I honestly don't remember either. Because this fight just some-
0: resolves where Mikey and the gang just leaves, but I don't remember what it was.
1: I don't remember if it was Sinju or somebody else, but someone eventually... It, it might have been
0: Sinju. Sinju may have ended it, but not by physically ending it, but like begging to it to be ended or something. Yes, because Mikey was straight up going to kill Takamichi. Yes, I think Sinju did end it. I don't remember how, but she did. Which then left you know Mikey with like last words to Takamichi to basically tell him to piss off essentially, yeah. Uh, and once that fight was done and resolved, and now they're everyone's picking up the aftermath of it. This is when you finally get the backstory for those dark impulses, which Shit. yeah, <laughs> kind of lackluster. I gotta say, it, it kind of ruined a little bit of this whole darkness side of, of Mikey to me personally. I was just like, really?
1: Well, at the Fucking time, really? all we get all the, the only reveal we get at this time is the whole thing of like, something happened. Like the plane was broken. And suddenly
0: the toy plane was because bro- Senju blamed her, said that she was the reason for the dark impulses Cause she yeah. broke the plane. Sanju took the fall for it where Mikey beat the fuck out of Sanzu. And Mikey's the they one that gave, gave, gave him the scars and told him to smile. Like a Joker thing.
1: Yes. And gave him the scars. So
0: basically Mikey got his dark impulses because his toy playing got broke. That's how it was perceived at that time.
1: Yes. Which very
0: lackluster at that time and carried for a while. That was what happened. It made no sense. Just a kid being angry at his toys being broke is essentially where why Mikey is the way that he is. And it's just like, really? It really? sort of
1: sparked the initial dark impulses.
0: Yeah. Not a fan. I was not a fan of how they took of how that direction was taken. I feel like that was very stupid.
1: It was what it was, which then leads to the start of the Kanto Manjin incident. Yeah. Or art. Yeah, which is just basically there,
0: Takamichi rebuilding the gang himself as the new leader. Yeah, player.
1: which Mikey, Mikey more or less takes over. The three just wins. Mikey straight up wins. Yep. And all yeah. the other two groups just. Symbol and whatnot, and then it's Mikey trying to look the aftermath because it straight up is just initially him with Chifuyu and Chifuyu like, why'd you come back, Takamichi?
0: Yeah, they we had, were they all have living a, our lives they and whatnot had a nice and spat, shit, yeah. and now Draken's dead. It's like this is like yeah, it wasn't like a what a two chapter little fight between them where it yeah. was them trying to yeah you know, them uh, which I feel like Chifuyu was valid on that. It's like oh, everyone yeah. else was good except for Mikey. He's like, why did you come back? Now Draken's dead because of this. So, like, I get where he's coming from on that. You know, I'm not saying leave a man behind. I'm not saying that. But I understand from an outsider looking, I get what he means. Like, you came back and you fucked it up. Which also ties into the entire plot of the story where Takamichi constantly failed.
1: Yeah. And which ends up with the whole thing of them having this conversation and Takamichi more or less telling Chifuyu like, I couldn't, I couldn't leave Mikey. Like, there was no... Future for me if Mikey was still miserable. Yep. And Chafuya just finally resigning and just like, all right, partner.
0: All right, I'm with you. Let's do it. And Which still, still goes it. back to just like the best bromance
1: of that damn show, man. So Chafuya joins up with him and Nui ends up joining. Because I, I still don't really understand why, but something happens where Nui's just like, Takamiti's the one I'm going to follow. Yep. He, he's the one who I see. At the end of all of this. Right. He just has this full trust in uh, Takamichi. Because, like, Takamichi should ask him. He's like, done. Got you. Don't worry about it. Taking care of us. <laughs> then Hakai joins. Um, for whatever reason. And then we have the whole nice little thing with uh, Mitsuya. Which was a nice little moment. M- yeah, with it.
0: and me and you were very conflicted with those chapters. Where we were just like... Come on, Takamichi, don't don't have don't ask him to join the gang. Me and you were very on that boat of like let yeah. Mitsuya leave him alone.
1: <laughs> Out of everyone, Mitsuya was still actually having a success. So he was already putting in, in this big fashion competition and whatnot yeah. and all this fun stuff and like he had his future going and even Takamichi was just like Well I can't ask him to do that. Yeah. And but something happens. I don't know if it got mentioned to him or whatnot, because no, they no, no we,
0: they, they they openly talked to him about it. It's just they yes, weren't they weren't going to ask Mitsui, him to join.
1: And more like, "I can't answer now."
0: Yeah, and they they go to that fashion show in support of Mitsuya as well. And wasn't it like? The outfit that he designed was like what and it was.
1: It was a double. It was like twin dragons.
0: Yes, flying
1: and whatnot. Because it that, was a black the, and a white one.
0: Yeah, you get the backstory of their the the dragon tattoos. Which, for up until this point, seeing Mitsuya, you don't know he's got a dragon tattoo because he at this point every time you have seen him, he's had his hair grown out where yeah. it covers the tattoo.
1: Because there was a fight because Dragon and Mitsuya got the same tattoo. Yes. <laughs> and they fight about it, making which leads the to tw- Draken winning.
0: Yes, and making them the twin dragons of the Tokyo Manji.
1: And all that fun stuff, and uh, which leads to this fashion show. Mitsuyu does his commission and whatnot, and he actually wins the fashion show. Yeah,
0: but then doesn't he, like, turn it down or whatever, because he has to go Yeah, he,
1: after getting the announcement, he walks on stage with his head shaved and Dragon style, showing off the tattoo in full Tokyo Majin gear, and just, like, I'm going to turn down this award and everyone everyone just being very shocked. He's like, delinquent outfit, Uh, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, I'm putting in my official, uh, I'm joining Takamichi. Yeah, exactly. Which was, that was such a
0: great moment. Cause it was was. like, it was a mix of two things. It was a mix of one. He focused on this competition. He gave a huge nod to basically his brother in a way. Right. (laughs) And he won the competition in the And turned down the award, which was him just simply acknowledging, I just wanted to see if I could do it. I wanted to see if I could win. And then the other part of it that was so great of, of him just being like, Takamichi, I fucking got your back. Let's go fuck some shit up. Which was like, that is, those two themes of these chapters was awesome to me.
1: I loved it. And then it was also a great moment of them going, Thank God Mitsuya's here. We don't have to use Chafuya's uniform.
0: Yeah, because Chifuya's uniform was so bad. Chafuya was like, oh, it looks so good, with, right? A
1: shittily John Bear or something like that. Yeah, it was so bad.
0: And like, no one had the heart to tell him how bad it was until Chafuya's just like, This is terrible. <laughs> yeah, Mitsuya's just like, What is this shit? This is terrible. Chifuya's like, What do you mean? It's great. Everyone said you, like, you guys liked it, right? And everyone's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like what you didn't like it so after this it kind of really starts to get moving pretty quickly because we get the gang yeah, back together and it's t- it's yeah, gearing it up for the showdown
1: up... Paul and Pei angry smiley even managed to get Sinju part of it
0: Sinju's part of the Tokyo Manji yeah
1: and then it reveals that the two black dragon dudes actually end up joining uh, Mikey yeah following Mikey we got Hakai back. Um it's more or less all the main characters that haven't already joined Mikey show back up.
0: Yeah, and then leads up for the big final showdown, which takes up a good like what thirty-ish chapters maybe.
1: Yeah, it takes a while at the the train yard.
0: Yeah, the big showdown between the new Tokyo Manji gang and, and Mikey's gang.
1: I do I do like the choice for all the final fights. So we had the initial parking lot. Yep. Then we had the junkyard. Yep. The church. The church.
0: The boat. A yard. freaking
1: harbor. Yeah, a harbor. Yep. And then a train yard. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I take that back. Before that was just a random fucking intersection in the rain. That
0: is true. They, they know where to pick their fights.
1: <laughs> and then the train yard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they know where to pick their fights, dude. Uh, Overall, like, when it came to this final, this big final fight, there were so, there were so many things to, to take away from it where – in this arc, you get once again another character dropping the time leaper bomb, being Sanzu. You yes. get the team up of uh, Kakachu, the scarhead dude, who is now with the Mikey, Mikey's gang. You yes. know, just he's once again against Takamichi, who are going against each other. You get their team up try to, to stop Sanzu, who's ready to murder everyone with a train. You get you know Pa going up against Mikey, getting his shit wrecked. Like, there are so many things happening in this arc, in this fight.
1: Yeah, before even all that, though, there's just, like an initial fight of just the. I forget who goes up against them, but who. It goes. The. Hitani brothers go up against Mitsuya and Hakai, don't they? In this one again? Because the Hitani yeah. brothers make a return again. Yeah, they do. And they have their whole show off. Um. Chifuya. Who teamed up with Shifuya against the two Black Dragon guys?
0: Wasn't Mitsuya, was it?
1: Maybe it was Mitsuya. No, because Mitsuya was with Hakai, because they started taking down Hakai to pull Mitsuya off. I don't remember. I don't remember who fights with the Black Dragons, because, like, Senju initially tries to fight him, she gets her shit tossed. Yeah.
0: Also really random, let's not forget that uh, Takamichi's friends are also in this as well. (laughs) That's who it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was the Takamichi's friends, Akun and all them.
1: Shafuya and Akun that team up to go up against the Two Black Generation.
0: Yes. What a, ta- what a tag team, man!
1: What a tag team. Yeah, because those three, sh- those four show up to the meeting. It's like, we got you, Takamichi. We got you forever your bro. and always.
0: Yeah, let's do it, man. <laughs> Shout out to that. And them. at some point, Legend. those
1: four actually become some slightly decent fighters yeah. during all this bullshit.
0: They learn something
1: over time, I guess. Yeah, because that if because a gets a shit. To us. Yeah. But he does the Takamichi thing of just like, I can't give up. I gotta stand back up. Yep. But yeah, all this is going on. Uh, talk, everyone's trying to get to Mikey, because Mikey's just chilling on a train car at like the king of the castle.
0: just vibing. And that's yeah. when Pa comes up, he's just like I wanna bring you down to the rest of us and get you shit wrecked.
1: He tries though. Yeah. And what during all this fighting? Um, Takamichi randomly touches a train rail and he just sees a train taking out everybody Once again seeing the future, yeah, yeah, killing everyone's like, "What's going on? And he looks down the train yard and he's like, "Kakachu, we gotta stop Sanzu." And he was like, "What? And Takamichi just starts running, and Kakachu f- follows him, and they find um uh, Sanju, Sanzu trying to start a train to run it through everybody.
0: Which Kakuchu ends up giving up his own
1: life to try to stop it, too. Yeah, Kakuchu does. Yeah, he dies here. Yeah, which is a whole big thing, because like they get on the train and push Sanzu away and trying to stop it, and Takamichi gets a premonition of him getting cut, dodges out of the way, and Sanzu's just like, how the fuck did you see that?
0: Yeah. Because it was a katana, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was a straight up katana. Yeah, that's
0: right. That's where the katana came from.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which leads to them fighting, and Takamichi falls out, and Kakachu gets straight up stabbed through the stomach by Sanzu and kicks Sanzu off, but manages to stop the train. Yep. And we get a nice moment of Takamichi crying over Kakucho and just like, you're always the crybaby hero. Yeah. And dies. And then, fucking this reveal, Sanzu gets back up, and he's about to fucking kill... Here we go. Uh, ...Takamichi with something else. And out of fucking nowhere, Taiji... Taiju, the tenth generation black dragon leader, go. runs a motor straight straight into Sanzu, ramming him up against the crane. No way that guy's alive, but he lived. Like what the fuck? There's yeah, no, no way. way. They were like he's fucking dead. Like he
0: he got a fucking bike to the chest. And also before that, keep in mind we did have the bombshell drop of Are you a time leaper? Two, two being the key word. Where it's like, is it? The, is the, is this the fucking guy? Is this the yeah, guy? By Sanzu. Le- oh my god, man, plot thickens. Because then it was dropped after that, because that's when Taiju came in and fucking put a bike, a motorcycle, with a wheel right into his chest. No way he's alive, but he lives. Like, what the fuck?
1: And him just being like, get up, Takamichi. You're the only one I'm following right this moment. Yeah, he's like, the fifth, gener- the, the, the fifth division
0: Tokumanji captain's here. It's like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> it's like, I'll pave you away to Mikey. I got you.
1: And we have a nice moment where uh, Mitsuyu just happens to find Taiju, just like, we're fighting him tomorrow. It'd be great if you showed up. And just leaves a jacket for him and walks off. And Taiju's just looking on the desks of the river. And then next thing, it's just him on the bike just saying, the fifth captain's here. Yeah, which was such a cool-ass moment, honestly. (laughs) It was a moment, because at this point, you have completely forgotten about Taiju. His whole thing happened and whatnot. I didn't ever expect him to come back. Yep. And... Leads to him just being a fucking wrecking machine. Yep. To uh, Mikey, because at this point, Pod did get Mikey off the top of that train. He did. And all the other fights have wrapped up. Everyone who still can walk goes up against Mikey. And Mikey just Flood throws everyone, everyone on the fucking ground.
0: Everyone gets fucked. Mitzia, uh, you know, Smiley, Angry, I think, uh, Chafuya, and. Every- Jew. Yeah. Everyone gets blown away, which now leads us to the final battle. Of Tokyo Revengers. Uh, oh, Mikey, Mikey versus Taiju Takemichi. and yeah.
1: Takamichi.
0: Yep. Which, you know, in this fight is where we further get the more premonition stuff or where Takamichi starts managing to dodge Mikey's kicks. And it's yes. just like... Did he really dodge his kicks? What is this Takamichi?
1: What and Mikey's, Mikey's like, he's moving before I even act.
0: Yeah, it's like, how the hell is he doing this? And even Takamichi landing a punch. He's landing punches on Mikey. <laughs> like everyone's just like, what? this is this Takamichi that we're looking at right now? All because he can see the future. Just a few seconds, just a few seconds. that's all he needs.
1: And also during all this shit, also gets the weird reveal during this fight. Of Shinchiro.
0: Oh my god. Here we fucking go. This, this is, is where shit got wild Shin, in the last ten chapters.
1: Shinichiro, Shin Mikey's older brother, was the time traveler.
0: Yep. The the big plot twist. Where it's just like, is it is it Kisaki? Is it Hanma? Is it now Sanzu? There's so many questions. Nope. It was uh, Shinichiro. Mikey's because, older brother who's been long dead.
1: Yeah, because Sanzu leads off a hint of like it wasn't supposed to be like this and that the path we're on is because of a future made by shinichiro because in shinichiro was the original time traveler reveals that he did in fact take over japan's gangs at one point because it's always revealed up to this point that he just suddenly cut it black he just suddenly entered the black dragons for some reason yep but in the original timeline original timeline um
0: here we go boys Instro
1: and the Black Dragons did actually take over all the Japan's gangs. Yep. Only for him to reveal that when he got back, he gets a call from his grandfather, who's just like, "It's bad, Mikey. Mikey's bad." And just this plane that he had bought, they were fighting over and whatnot, and it led to Mikey getting falling down some stairs, hitting his head, and just straight vegetable. Yep. Which Mikey, what a plot
0: twist. What he a has, plot twist!
1: <laughs> Mikey was originally just a vegetable, and all this fun stuff, and more or less Shinichiro gave up his life and wanted to take care of Mikey and all this fun stuff, all this stuff, and just take care of Mikey until Mikey's body just eventually died. Yeah, and everyone's just like, "You need to stop," and everything like this. But he couldn't give up his old, younger brother, and all this stuff. He hears a rumor Emma, of
0: an old guy being a, talking about time
1: travel. Yeah, because, like, it ends up, because, like, Emma straight up uh, leaves and does her own thing. Yep. Like, she becomes, like, sort of a delinquent herself and yep. ends up fucking off and going somewhere. Sanzu's the only one who sticks with Shin and Shiro and thinks that once Mikey's dead, things would go back to normal. It doesn't. And then... They were, like, out for, like, Shin Shiro was, like, out for dinner, I think, or something. Yeah, he was at, like, some random bar, and he hears someone like, there's some crazy old guy under the bridge who's talking about being a time traveler or some shit. Yeah.
0: And Shinchiro, just being in such a desperate state, wanting his little brother back, actually goes and talks to him and tries to get information. He's just like, you know, I think, I think, didn't the old man just fly out and say, You're going to have to kill me for it or something? Yeah, or, no, no, like, the get you, you have to kill me. And Shinchiro, and just, no thoughts about it, just starts beating the fuck up out of him. And, him and, and kills murders this old him. man. Yeah, and then nothing happens. And then happens. nothing happens, and he's just like, What the fuck did I do this for? I just murdered a guy for nothing. Great. It's like some random old hobo. Uh, old hobo. Let's make that matter. Yeah, It's it's just an old hobo talking about how he can time travel, how he was given this gift and everything. And after, and then he... Go ahead.
1: After he kills the guy, and the dude's guy was just spouting off shit, and Shinichiro just being desperate goes and kills him, and nothing happens. He goes to see Sanzu, tells Sanzu about it. And don't remember if they like end up just touching hands or something or whatnot? I think so. And then he time leaps. Well, no,
0: he goes to kill himself. But he he, he tells Sanzu about it, but he, he's standing on oh, the bridge right. and he's going to go kill himself when that's when Sanzu comes up and tries and to stop him. S-
1: saves him because like he falls off and Sanzu grabs him by the hand and he leaps. And he's just like, what day is it? And everything like that. And that's when we get the uh, memory of just randomly Shu coming and just destroying the plane. Yep. He, Destroying the model plane.
0: He successfully prevents, uh, well, he successfully prevents Mikey from falling and basically yes. becoming a vegetable. And he prevents like this happening and this happened. But then where everything went wrong is this time traveler version of Sinchiro, uh, sees he, he's there when the dark impulses are created. And, you know, after Mikey is saved and alive is he witnesses the Sanzu moment of where yes. the plane is broken and he witnesses the impulses made and where everything starts to change with Mikey. And then when it comes to wrapping up Shinshiro's arc, here we go back to the, the random thing that we haven't had in like a hundred chapters of where apparently Shinshiro met Takamichi at that moment when Takamichi was playing hero, where Kisaki witnessed all this happen where Kisaki, you know, got this admiration for Takamichi. So the expanded version of that scene is ta- yeah, Shinjiro was there, told all the kids to piss off, and that's when he started thinking about, like, you know, the stuff that the old man said. And when he shook, and then he shook hands with Takamichi at that moment when Takamichi was a kid playing hero, essentially passing on the time leaping powers to him. And then, rem- and then further talk remembers like the old man, where it's like, you know, something about death. Um, along those lines, and that's when you know, Shinshiro was accidentally murdered by Kazutoro. Uh,
1: yeah, because he goes back to the spot where he kills yep. the old man, which just happens to be near his shop for some reason, yep. Plot and he's just like' all this shit. And he just happens to hear some noise in his shop. and he looks through a hall and he's like, Is that robbers. yep, and it's Baji and Kazutoro.
0: yeah, from all the way back at Bloody Halloween,
1: yeah, which leads to shinshiro's death, all these events, yada, yada, yada. And, and
0: leads to back to the present where Mikey is. Mikey's the one explaining all this to Takamichi. So it's just like all three of our fates have been just been intertwined, essentially.
1: Yes. And then Mikey gets a katana somehow. Yep.
0: They continue their fight, Takamichi and Mikey, where Mike or Takamichi basically tells Mikey to fully unleash his dark impulses on him. That Takamichi's the only one that can take it. Kind of similar, like a not Naruto Sasuke sort of vibe. That's oh. the vibe you got here. And at that moment, you just see, like, t- Mikey's vision get completely engulfed. And t- like you said, t- Mikey ends up getting katana, and in this fight, uh, ends up stabbing Mike, uh, Takemichi straight to the stomach. And Takemichi, instead of doing something about it, he just hugs Mikey and tells him that he'll always be his friend. And then you see a POV of Mikey, of his vision getting cleared, of the dark impulses and just saying friend and then coming coming to and realizing what just happened of my of takamichi in his arms with a sword through his fucking stomach and takamichi dying from bleeding
1: out essentially
0: which then brings us to
1: this weird bullshit of where where (laughs) takamichi is dying in mikey's arms and mikey's (laughs) crying he happens to grab takamichi's hand and i time leap again
0: and i want the record to be known for anyone listening that has not read Tokyo Avengers and just don't care about spoilers. Everything that we just explained to you with the brother plot line and this now new time leap is no shit like the last five chapters. Like, it's
1: quick. (laughs) It's so quick. This is the last five fucking chapters. So, time leap again, and we're back in Takamichi time. And he wakes up. He's like eight Uh, years old. Yeah, he's like 10 it's like, he's I'm He's in fucking kid. elementary school, and he's just like, I'm alive? What's going on? I'm a kid? I timely? What? <laughs> What's happening? And he runs to fucking Mikey's house. Yep.
0: Which then meets Baji, who's like, hey, who are you? And punches him in the face. Yeah, like, who are you? What are you doing in front of Mikey's house? Whack! It's like Jack from Week Hero, this week, this chapter's Week Hero. Yeah. Bums into Gogo. he's like, <laughs> quick fun. Same thing, man. Baji doesn't even <laughs> wait for an answer. He's just like, who are you? Punch.
1: Takamichi's just like Baji. He's like, "Do I know you?" She's yeah, like, Baji. Get... And slowly, just everyone shows up. Kazatora shows up.
0: Emma shows up. Shinjiro shows up. It's like
1: Emma and and then Mikey and me, she's like Mikey. Takamichi just looks at him and goes, "Why?" Well, like go, Takamichi.
0: It's like, and then she's like, wait, he, you know me? And then it comes to this. This is the second to last chapter now of where they realize they both time leaped. They start running away. It's like, oh, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. You know, it's like you were in my arms, you know, dying. And all I was hoping for is that you were to live and whatever. And it's just like they got to like the top of this. It. Like, this is where we start our revenge.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is where we start our revenge. And then it just does a fucking montage of them. All the events that have happened, them just doing the fucking perfect run of it, since Takamichi and Mikey both have memories. Takamichi wasn't strong enough to do all this shit, so he kept failing. But now he's got the cheat code of Mikey, and Mikey's just like, let's slap some bitches. Yeah. So, like again,
0: second to last chapter of this fucking series, chapter 277. It's like going through of them kids, our revenge starts now, montage of the entire plot, but the best run (laughs) possible all for like, like straight we up
1: it. like them reforming the tokyo Majin gang. like takamichi becomes a part of their group mikey just welcomes him in kisaki in even joins
0: founders. takamichi brings kisaki so kisaki doesn't go down a dark path
1: yeah so kisaki <laughs> starts from the beginning the whole shit with um <laughs> so with that hanma gets joined in so bloody halloween never happens nope. in this timeline fucking um really none battle 8 3 never happens yeah
0: none of it really does
1: they recruit the black dragons, they like go fucking kicking the black dragons Taiju, Hakai, <laughs> y'all are all with us now. Get in this shit.
0: Yeah, basically let's go.
1: <laughs> or or let they've just round up everyone and just go cross Japan. Anyone who doesn't agree, punch, 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 kick, kick, kick. You're now part of us.
0: Yeah. Punch, punch,
1: punch, kick, kick, kick.
0: And it brings us like, all right, we did it. We have completely ruled this era. And it's going through everyone in the Tokyo Monji. literally everyone. So also at this best ending, some like little my, other events didn't happen. Like Mikey getting those dark impulses never happened. So like Sanji yeah. doesn't have the, the scars on his mouth. And it's just going through a role of everyone. Pi doesn't go to prison. The, the dude from the fifth, uh, whatever, doesn't betray them. Everything it's like Kaiju's part of it. Yeah, this guy's part it. since all part the leaders from all the other groups are now also part of them. It's like all right, Toman's disbanded.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got everything. Thomas disbanded. Yeah.
0: Cause like also before that, there was like that scene of where it's like, we did it. Yeah, it's over. And and Mikey and uh Takamichi are crying up on the building, whatever. And that's 277, folks. Then it brings us to the final chapter, uh 278, where we are back in the present and it's just one big in your face of how everyone's doing. That's all it was. Everyone's yeah. doing great. It's a perfect ending for everyone. Everyone's alive. Kazutoro didn't go to prison. Baji's not dead. Emma's not dead. No one's dead. It's a perfect, happy ending, like something you'd see out of fairy tale.
1: <laughs> One nice touch about it, I did like about this final chapter, is that it was all from uh, Chafuya's perspective. It was, yeah. So Chafuya seeing everybody, everyone having their happy endings and whatnot. Yep. Regardless of what happy ending, Pa and Pei always end up making a fucking real real estate agency. Angry and smiley getting the ramen shop no matter what.
0: That's their thing. Yeah. You know, Draken running in the ends back of shop. Pro
1: motorcycle, uh racer and Draken's his pit manager. Yep.
0: Yeah, with And somehow uh, for whatever well. reason
1: Inoue always ends up working for Draken.
0: Yep. And then uh Kisaki and uh uh Kokono are Mikey's managers. Yeah, because in this chapter, they were just like, yeah, he lost the race. It's like, yeah, you your sponsors are not happy. And Mikey's like, ah, I'll be OK. <laughs> you know how much money we just lost? Mikey's like, ah, be all right, we're good. <laughs> it's like you guys know how much money you're making. You're good. <laughs> you guys are filthy rich. <laughs> yeah. So it's literally the perfect happy ending for everyone, which to an extent I like, you know, I like happy endings, but at the same time, it's like these last five chapters are just like What the fuck happened? Where did we go with all of this?
1: I mean, like, so the bad thing about this ending is like, yes, everyone got their happy ending. But at the same time, like all those struggles and sort of things that we got from all the stories and arcs was literally just thrown out the window. Completely gone. Completely irrelevant. Because it literally resets them. I mean, you can go because the one the other one thing I like about this is just like Chifuya looking at the montage of just all the thing that Takamichi's gone through to get to this point where he can finally have some happy relationship with Hina. Yeah. Which was a nice sort of montage and wrap-up of the series itself. But the fact that, yes, he still has all these experiences and whatnot and remembering sort of change him into the character that he is. But all those struggles and whatnot are literally just thrown out the window, though, timeline-wise for all the other characters.
0: Yeah. Which that's it's like... like- the most like sour taste I have when it comes to this ending
1: again, yeah. I like a
0: happy ending at times, but like this just throws out all those struggles. And I just, uh, I, I'm not honestly like, well, I still recommend this series to people and I still think it's an unbelievably fun read. These last five chapters really put a sour taste in my mouth. Maybe if I read the whole thing again later and all one can say, maybe I'll be more open to it. It's, like, eh, it's kind of shit, but not as shit as I, I remember first read, but I don't know. I like just. I thought it was just a, a waste of everything that we've been through as a reader, personally.
1: Uh, yeah, I really do, because like in all terms if you really look at it, the only ones who really get a happy ending is Mikey and Takamichi. Yeah. Because they're the only ones who remember. Takamichi finally is able to save everyone like he wanted to and finally be with Hina. Yeah. And Mikey finally got to do what he wanted of just making sure that everyone else had a good life regardless of what situation he was in. The only reason he stayed where, got to continue his own good life, was Takamichi dragged him up. Where everyone else, more or less in this time, they were just here for the ride.
0: Yeah. Which just like like we're saying, just takes away from all the struggle that we went through for two hundred and seventy-five chapters plus. You know what I mean. So I don't know, like the ending, uh, like I said, like I said at the beginning when I did my non-spoiler thoughts, like the ending kind of took this series from like maybe being like an eight to like down to like a 6.5 or 7 for me. Like it's still a good series I'd recommend, but these last like, I'm not joking, literally like the last 10 chapters of the series really just like, what the fuck are we doing? Like we're all over the place with this plot. Like I mean it's still not terrible it's not the worst thing in the world but it's it's just like again like what are we doing I mean I hate that everything that we went through all the emotional that all the emotion and all the pain that we suffered and went through was just all disregarded. Even though it's great to see everyone get that happy ending, like we like really, I feel like almost the writing was on the wall from the very beginning, where it's like we're gonna get a happy ending for everyone, no matter what, yeah. no matter what. I don't give a fuck if it's gonna ruin your reading experience. Everyone's getting a happy ending. That was the vibe that I almost got, where it's but just, just like the writing was on the wall.
1: When Chifuya was remembering sort of Takamichi's journey, it was just him, Takamichi's yeah. back, just him saying. I'm going to save Baji and Emma too.
0: Yeah, like every like it, the writing was on the fucking wall, and we just we we just didn't see it. Is really the best way to put it. Like I said, still a great series. You know, this is almost a two-hour episode of us breaking it down, which that's pretty legit. Uh, I mean, still a great series. I definitely recommend it because it's a fast and fun read. But man, just be prepared for a wacky ending. Is all I got to say.
1: <laughs> yeah uh
0: any other thoughts that you have that you want to, because we 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 covered all the major plot points we've got the perfect any any other points that you want to throw out there with anything because if not we can probably wrap this up because we are about to be two hours in uh this thing the roadcaster reached its limit on recording because i need hey! to clear the memory card so i don't have audio for this episode i only have it via the video which is fine So hopefully there's no issues. There shouldn't be. Uh, But yeah, like this thing literally stopped recording about 30 minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) This is still good, though. We're good on Streamlabs, which is important. But anyway, any last thoughts, though? No, I think I'm good. All right, well, let's hit the music. Let's actually get out of here because this was a long one. All right, music's hit.
1: Alright, like, comment, subscribe, rate Whatever your platform allows, it does help If you're watching this on Sparky 3, subscribe there Definitely go over to Animan Plus and subscribe there If you actually just want to care about this show And stay screwed Sparky 3 Thank you very much, bye
0: do everything that he said and more and definitely comment down below if you enjoy the spoiler manga stuff because again we haven't done it in a while this is the first one since my hero when this current season six of the anime was currently the most up-to-date manga content so it has been a long time since we've done a full spoiler cast if this is something that you want to see more please let us know and maybe let us know series you'd want us to maybe talk about i don't know we'd like to know that but give your thoughts on Tokyo avengers we want to know how did you feel about the ending if you you know have read all it in if you're an anime only viewer that don't give a shit about spoilers what's your thought on the series and on the ending now that we've broken it all down we want to know your thoughts um with all that said thank you so much for making all of the in. if you did hopefully you have a wonderful thanksgiving and a happy black friday shopping time if you plan to do any of that until next time guys we'll see you next week with live episodes with 95 have a good one